Hello, welcome to Adventures in Lollygagging. We are playing uh, One Ring 2nd Edition tonight, and uh, we are continuing our Waking of Angmar campaign. And yeah, oh, also some fun stuff tonight. Uh, we've got a birthday. We've got a we giveaway. Do. And we're... We're kind of reeling off of a, a game last night where we had some oh PvP gosh. action. <laughs> so I'm hoping it happens again in here and <laughs> and just everyone goes all Boromir on each other. And uh, yeah, uh, we have a split party and it's during a journey phase. So you guys are literally miles and miles apart from one another. It's not like you're in different rooms of a house. So prep's yeah. been very difficult uh to figure this out uh so that's fun uh and uh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, i started going back through like old notes because we might return finally to brie where we started and i'm like where the hell are all these npcs where do we leave them i forget everything is this one dead are they dead uh they died while you were gone uh everyone had they had a heart attack oh it's a shame oh man too many too many too many beers and too much fatty food uh but uh I mean, maybe we'll make it there. Maybe we won't. Uh, but yeah, tonight uh, we're going to be doing a fun, uh, we're going to do a little giveaway from our friends at Norse Foundry. Uh, you can see Eric is already in the chat. Uh, we're going to do it right off the bat uh, as we'll do it at some point, uh, probably midway through as people come on in and show up and uh, we'll figure out a good time. Uh, and if you are in the chat, we will drop a, a fancy little keyword and you'll type it and then I'll screw up uh, the Nightbot command stuff uh, on behind the scenes and uh, it'll probably take 20 minutes longer than it needs to. But someone at some point was going to get, uh, I think it's a $25 gift card, uh, gift Ooh. certificate to our, our friends at Norse Foundry. And you also, uh, even if you don't win or even if you do win, you can always just use our promo code uh, LOLLY uh, to get uh, to get 10% off all of their awesome, awesome stuff. Uh Anything else? Or should we, are we ready to dive into intros? Are we good? Are we good to we can do we can do intros now. Good I go. had a lot of coffee yeah. today, so I'm a little <laughs> wired. If that's unclear, my eyes I think are getting a little too big. I'm looking at myself right now, and I can see the whites around them. You can see into the future. Yeah, I'm getting that. I'm in that like that crazy like that crazy girlfriend meme vibe, whatever it is. You know, eyes are getting a little <laughs> big. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's do some intros. Uh, Long, tell us about Floy and why you dumped Gilly uh, as your friend. Uh, uh, oh, I'm never sorry, Long. I'm gonna have to tell you. You, you talk too much. You talk too much. Because oh. Eric has dropped a wonderful, uh, a wonderful little note. What does he think about a fifty dollar gift card? A fifty dollar? I don't know. Do you all want to do fifty dollars? That's two hundred percent the value. It's <laughs> thank you, Long. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, Steve and I, I love you long Steve and I remark it how it just out of nowhere sometimes long so this is like the weirdest <laughs> shit I said the most hilarious shit I didn't say weird yeah weird whatever <laughs> so yeah yeah maybe we'll do a how about a 50 like that sounds that's 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 twice as good that's twice as good so long you have to now make a twice as good intro to your character and an explanation for why you've dumped Gilly as your fellowship focus um, I was his fellowship focus yeah it was actually a right. renewal Oh, wow. But even if it was Gilly, I would have dumped it's yeah, the same way. Yeah. <laughs> so you've that's dumped fair. Iridial? Why did you dump Iridial? Yeah, oh, man. She's just been keeping all the treasure herself recently. Have you seen Sorendir? You know? And Sorendir, I'm just starting the early repairing of the elves and dwarves relationship. And he's grown as a person, so I see some value in him. And I started wearing nicer clothes, so that's very important to Floyd. <laughs> that's very important. But not as nice as mine. No, I could never. Could never. Treasure hunting dwarf. 
focusing on my hardiness, my strength. Okay. Okay. Uh, I totally wasn't paying attention to you. Uh, what was the reason you gave for dumping Arineal? <laughs> yeah, I, I was. What I was saying was, it's just okay. that she's keeping some of the treasures herself. She's been oh. a little picky. She or, stole your combative. Yeah, she stole yeah. your sword, your your tainted Morgul blade, and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Let's just come out and say it. She's been bossy. She. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Ever since she became the guy that took, took yeah. my job, it's just I know. she took over your job on the journey. <laughs> now the truth comes out. That's why. Oh goodness, for the first time. Uh, okay. Uh, so I, there has been a rearranging. I think of fellowship folk folk guy folk guy. Uh, so uh, so Gilly, who did you dump, and who have you taken up as your as your focus now? Um, Floy was the only one who did any dumping. Um. <laughs> wait phrasing uh (laughs) so that reminds me ashley i was going back and listening to an old episode when jeff asked us at the beginning of the episode to say like how we met each other oh my god no (laughs) do you remember speaking of uh, like in a bush do you remember what episode that was uh 16 16 okay so so it is available on the podcast format so if like it's it's posted a couple weeks probably last week or so i have to go back and listen to that one it was traumatic All right. Uh, but, um, yeah, go ahead. Continue, Gilly. I'm playing Gilly Kettlegrass. I am our Brie Hobbit. Um, and she's a little stressed right now because Soren Deer is on the opposite side of a river. And um, we are heading on our way to Brie and eventually uh, heading to this really close to Cardoon. Uh, more yes. close than I am comfortable with, <laughs> and uh, but it needs to be done because we were tasked by Lady Artolos, and Gilly is going to attempt this her best. Yep, yep, yeah. You all and, and did you all commit by the way to taking on yeah. the the Lady of Forlond as your new patron, like first of stats? And uh, everything? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, so basically, she's like a she, she's sort of like a she's very similar to Gandalf and like how you can get bonuses for for shadow resistance rolls that kind of thing yeah uh okay uh bottom row we have a rineal uh melissa tell us about a rineal and uh how are you feeling now uh, as you've taken over pole position in the journey phase and on your first time in the journey phase pole position you've already lost one member of the party so how are you feeling <laughs> yes uh Arineal is definitely feeling bad um that did not go particularly well in the roles uh, during the journey phase. And Arineal definitely minimized Sorendir's fairly, now that we've seen, very valid concerns about how he was going to be treated when he got here. Um, and so, yeah, him wandering off uh, by himself, crossing a river by himself, is uh, weighing very heavy on Arineal's mind until such time that we are all back together again. Okay. Uh, and then next up, finally, we have for the last time uh, going off on a solo mission and then <laughs> never never to be seen again. We have Soren Deer. Steven, tell us about Soren Deer. Hello, everyone. Uh, I am playing Soren Deer, uh, child of Eru, guard of Forland, uh, exile of Linden, warden of Eriador, drinker of water, and giver of gold. Uh, I have emphasized wisdom over valor but that is slowly changing uh, uh i'm also feeling very sad 
And I would be tempted to not even meet up with the group, except I want to get out of Linden anyways, and they're going that direction. So I, I really don't have many other options but to to catch up. That's fair. That's actually a really good point. It's very pragmatic of Sorindir. I mean, traveling alone is very dangerous. That's not. That's definitely not something you would do. Wait. Wait a second. Wait. Wait a okay. second. Wait a second. Hold on. All right. So I I spent some time in exile on my own. But to be fair, I wasn't traveling for a lot of that. I was just trying to stay holed up and on my own, uh, someday, away someday, from people. Someday we have to do some flashbacks to like yeah. Soren Deer during his time. Like we should do like a little, Ooh. we should do like some kind of like special little like weekend, like like a Friday night game with some other people, and just like it'll be Soren Deer when he was like uh, just a mere five hundred and sixty-two or something like that. And we'll see what he was doing. Back <laughs> a youngin. <laughs> See, it, it was mostly just him gardening for the most yeah. part it's just him gardening and just messing around with his his, his emo makeup and everything Isn't that, don't you have emo makeup did you make that joke once before uh, uh, yeah I got guy lying around mm-hmm. there you go perfect uh, okay so uh, let's see. Summary wise, you all, as you already mentioned, you've accepted a task from the Lady of Forlorn. You have a, a big old quest in front of you. It's to journey to a place called Othrangul, uh over in uh, in Angmar, uh, a uh, some sort of some sort of not fortress so much as kind of some sort of hidden hidden place in in the mountains uh, of Angmar, uh, and trying to f- unravel this mystery of. of the collective memory loss of the elves of Forland, uh, which is, which is very strange indeed, considering the the the, the perfection generally of, of elvish memory. Uh, and so you're supposed to see if there's any sort of dark sorcery that has uh, become active once more in Angmar. Uh, there was this leaving ceremony we had. Each of you received some sort of special gift. I'm sure Soren Deer has already given his away. Uh, we don't have to recap. We, we, we you know go back over all of them. But at some point, whenever you use them, maybe you know ham it up a bit, and we can see how you use it. That'd be nice. Uh, the journey began. You you all were accompanied by uh, two human merchants out of Tharbad, uh, a husband and wife, Alriker and Alina, uh, who were waylaid by goblins and storms as they've been trying to to come out from Tharbad to try to make some new connections. Uh, so you all decided to, you all agreed to kind of help escort them back, uh, essentially to the Greenway slash, you know, the Great Road so that they can return home. Uh, also, I think one of them was trying to hit up Floy for some for some dwarven contacts in the Blue yeah. Mountains. Uh, let's see, Soren Deer, you were collecting fruits for the party at one point. You encountered a hunter named Asbjorn who killed an elk, but uh, also warned you of uh, of a wolf pack uh, that guarded the the forested plains between the Blue Mountains and the shores of the Loon of the Gulf of Loon. Uh, you all had a couple close close calls uh, along the edge uh, of the the kind of the cliff. Uh, the cliff uh, face that you were kind of traveling across. And uh, eventually you were in fact attacked by those wolves. Uh, Sorendir, you went like one-on-one with this wolf matriarch. Uh, Floy, you you kind of defended the, the merchants. And Arinio and Gilly had a crazy fight on top of a wagon. That was a lot of fun. Uh, eventually you defeated the matriarch and a couple of the others. And then the rest of the wolves fled at that point. Probably about half the sizes of the pack was when it started. Uh, then you had to make a choice. How close to Mithlon and the Grey Havens would you get? Uh, Soren Deer was a little nervous about this, still not quite feeling uh, too confident. Uh, and you all decided to get very close, in fact. And in doing so, you came across an, an elf guard who recognized the merchants and also recognized Soren Deer. And you learned that Mendir, 
uh, an elvish woman who you had found near Eskerdale. And instead of escorting down to the Grey Havens to get elvish medicine, elvish healing, you sent a couple Eskerdalians to do the task instead. She apparently died. And you are being held accountable, Soren Deer, for it. It's one thing for these humans and dwarves and hobbits to make such a silly decision. It's another thing for an elf to do that. And so you kind of agree to, to not push it any further. And you traveled north along the loon to find your own way across. Meanwhile, everyone ditched you. No one was like, no, 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 we're sticking together. They're like, okay, we'll see ya. And they headed eastward. So pretty sure they were all like, but the wagon. <laughs> no one, <laughs> no one, not a single person in the party was just like, I'll go with him. No one did that. And so that made me happy. All right. So let's <laughs> go ahead and pick up with like the image of Soren Deer. Probably we'll say like a day or so has passed since that incident uh, with the, the Elvish guard uh, that kind of split the party. And we'll say that the main group, you have crossed over the river. And I would say likely you're looking to put a little distance between yourselves uh, and, and sort of the, the Grey Havens. You don't want to be too close to potentially have an issue again. And plus you have to find Sorendir as well. So we're going to do this. Uh, there's no real rules for this in the book, so we're just going to have to do it on our own. We're going to make separate journey travel rolls right now for each party. Uh, so I would say, Arineal, go ahead and make the travel roll for yourself and Sorendir or excuse me, Arinia will make it for the, the group and Sorendir make mm-hmm. it for yourself. <laughs> Sorendir didn't get a rose. Everybody else got kicked off. All right. Uh, All and right. let me know how you do. All right. Yeah. Uh, I needed an 18 and I have zero pips in travel and I rolled a natural one. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. This is retribution uh, for yesterday. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. <laughs> we haven't killed anyone off in Wondering, and it's going to be tonight. I can feel it. No. Uh, so so a little little a column A, a little a column B. Uh, Arineal did pass the travel test, but rolled a Sauron. Oh, okay. Let me go ahead and note that. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, not to Morgoth. I guess she should put some Morgoths on these. All right, so Sorendir, you failed, but Arinal, did you did you pass? Yes, I did. You passed. You just had the ISR. Okay, so that'll be yep. good for for the Eye of Mordor system. Okay, good, got it. All right, then again, you guys are making this a little more difficult on me than normal. Then what we're gonna do is I'm gonna roll some events. So from Sorendir. Uh, I'm going to need you to roll a explore test, and then from the rest of the group, a hunting test. Oh, so hunting was uh, Soren Deer. So who is picking up for Soren Deer? Uh, Reniel, our original hunter. Can I do both? Yes. Okay, I just wanted to make sure that wasn't going to be a thing. All right, for my explore test, uh, I actually have two pips on this one and i only needed a 14 uh so that's good and i rolled a 13 so nice. that's bad you failed <laughs> okay. wait i thought you needed a 14 needs a 14 yeah you gotta roll failed. over on this game yeah oh shit duh has ashley been doing it wrong this whole time no oh, i haven't i've <laughs> always succeeded to, but i'm stuck in everything. yesterday's game yeah for mothership yeah mm-hmm 
Iridium passed the hunting. Okay. So you... We'll start with the group. So you... You put some distance between yourselves and the Grey Havens, and to the point where you can still see the White Towers of Elastirian to the south, uh, and you can still see at a distance when the mist is is gone and you know burnt away in the morning. Uh, you can you can kind of still still see like the Grey Havens at far distance, right? Uh, you're no longer near the Loon, uh, either the river or the Gulf, and travel away from the Grey Havens is not too. Uh, too difficult. Uh, the it's fairly flat travel. Uh, there's not necessarily these well paved roads uh, for a little while outside this outside the city. There are, but eventually they kind of dwindle, and you can tell sort of the realm that the elves care to keep, you know, maintained. That kind of ends, and you 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 know at this point, Arineal, that you have reached a point where you're kind of safe to set up camp. Now it's been since you separated from Sorendir, probably about two days for you. And uh, so that, that, that included the rest of the day when he split off and maybe a whole second day until you felt that you're probably beyond you know, eavesdropping territory or, uh, or scouting territory of some of some elves that might be lingering. As you're camping out that night and you're off, uh, Trying to collect some, you know, something, something for for dinner. You have some, you have some basic rations still left over, but you're you're obviously trying to supplement it as best you can with hunting. You notice this sudden gathering of dark clouds, like it's just moving at a decent pace. Not so much so that you think it's anything but clouds, but you just see this sudden and quick kind of swooping together of clouds, these dark clouds, funnel clouds beginning to form and kind of dip down from the sky as almost as almost tornadoes might start to form, but then they don't quite do it. You hear thunder crashing in the distance, and, and at a certain point, the, the, the white towers fade from view. As you can tell, heavy rain precipitation is falling from the southwest and the Grey Havens as well. As you're looking around for, for something to hunt, you're unable to really find any... any you know, serious game, occasionally, you know, a couple conies here and there, little rabbits kind of that you're able to grab. And as you're rushing back to get to camp before the precipitation hits, you just feel a, and you feel something hard hit you in the head and flop down on the ground. You see this almost fist-sized chunk of hail has landed down in front of you. Those back at the camp you're setting up, uh, you're setting up, you know, shelter. Some of you are probably already starting climbing underneath the wagons as, like, the hail is just starting to hit and pelt and pelt. Um, you see your belongings on the back, you know, on the back of the wagon where space was given to you or where you've set up your camps just kind of explode from the, the, the size of, of hail landing. I need everybody in the party, not not Sorendir, uh, I need everyone to go ahead and roll a travel test. Okay. Arineal's just kind of rubbing her head. That definitely uh, hurt. Oh, no. And let me know how you oh, do. Shit. How many successes you get? Absolutely none. Zero. Okay. And let me know if you roll an ISRN on this, too. One success. Okay, one success. Uh, back at camp, 
Floyd, Gilly, you all begin running around. It starts as rain at first, and it seems fine. And all of a sudden, these huge chunks of hail start hitting the ground, exploding against the side of the wagon, splintering some small bits uh, of wood here and there where, uh, where the wagon hasn't been properly upkept. Uh, you see that the fire that Alricur and Alina were kind of tending to get food ready for when Arineal returns just gets smothered out by the rain. You can see the pot gets knocked over by this chunk of hail, and the pot just goes spilling out onto the ground. And you all are just getting pelted and pelted. Eventually, you hear, you know, like Floyd kind of shouting out and kind of directing to each other as this heavy mist kind of goes through until you can't see more than. 15 feet in front of you, and you all just dive underneath and get cover. Um, Floyd, take two points of fatigue. Uh, Arineal, how'd you do? Failed. Take three points of fatigue as you push your way back through it all to get back to camp with these uh, these scrawny uh, scrawny rabbits you're able to find out in, the, out in the plains. And then Gilly, you failed as well? Yeah, so three. Three more fatigue, yeah. Okay. We're going to cut over then to Sorendir. So you have been traveling and you managed to catch sight with your kind of elvish eyes of the storm around the same time they do. But because you failed your travel roll, you're able, I mean, you're able to, to kind of take cover as best you can. You find some sort of rocky embankment along the loon and you get underneath while the, the rain pelts. The night passes and it's tiring it's lonely. You hear the sounds of strange things on the river. You hear the sounds of animals across the river. More than once, you see a strange light on the river, and it is not a good. It is not a good evening for you. Uh, you're going to go ahead, and you will take two points of fatigue. Merely from not being able to get great cover and as you continue to travel along the next day you see like chunks of ice in the river like you can see like the leftover as you as you kind of wake up the next morning the storm goes throughout the night and it's late summer or you know nearing early autumn the waters aren't particularly cold or anything but you can see these chunks of ice uh maybe the size of a melon at the at the largest occasionally shift past you uh, as you're looking for any way to get across, like river stones and rocks that might kind of connect you. And then you notice something else. You see, coming from the north, beginning to swoop down the water, you see this dark kind of blob in the water. And as it gets closer and closer to the point where your eyes can see it, it's a body floating from upriver. And you see it kind of get caught up in what looks like a group of these tall river rocks that are sticking like a good four or five feet out of the water and it kind of just gets smashed up against it and wedged in between and seems stuck what would you like to do how far into the river would those rocks be like how far from the bank probably about 10 you can probably hop rock to rock you could probably like jump with your balance and agileness i mean get there someone else probably could uh, way my dice are rolling I'm gonna try anyways though yeah uh, I'll uh, try to get to the body okay um, you can do it you don't have to it's not so complicated that you would have to roll uh, getting all the way across you would but just just to get out to the body you, you can you get over and you can see that 
It's it's obviously completely drenched, but it's also bloated, and it's face down. You can tell it has like armor on of some kind. It's very dark, um, and you're kind of peering down on it. Uh, and do you kind of try to drag it up, or, or is there anything particular you can do? It, if I can tell, it's bloated. It, it it's not like I can provide first aid. I'll probably use my spear to kind of turn him, turn it around. Okay. And as you kind of poke the spear down, kind of flip them over, you notice the the face is this contorted visage of a of an orc. Uh, you can see the, the kind of the patchy armor uh, as well. And they've uh, been in the water for a, 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 a while, you would think. Immediately, no. I've seen what I needed to see. Um, I will get back uh, to the safety of the bank. So you go to hop back, and you notice, like, as you were staring at, the, you know, you were staring at the orc, and you, you didn't necessarily notice that there were these wounds and kind of pustules and things on the body, and you suddenly feel something moving around on your hands uh, as you hop back down onto the, the rocky sand uh, on the western bank, and you see that you're your hand and your spear is completely covered in spiders that had been using the body as this pocket of safety. And they begin swarming, kind of getting in your clothes on your arms, kind of starting to crawl up. You can feel one of them in your hair that you're kind of swiping away. Um, Stop, drop, and roll. Uh, just trying to crush them as much as I can, flailing around. You drop down, you start to roll around, you feel bites. You feel, ah, ah, yeah, little tiny bites here and there. They're not that big. They're all, you know, the uh, size of like a, a quarter or something like that at most. And you just feel a at quarter least a is dozen. a big spider, Jeff. That's okay. Big, I know. Not all when of us I live said in Arizona, it, but when I said it, I was like, I was thinking arachnophobia, where they have the dog-sized spiders. Right, the right. John Goodman movie scared the crap out of me as a kid. Uh, so you feel a, a dozen, two dozen bites begin to happen, but. After a while, you smash around, you roll around, and you feel as though you, at a certain point, you no longer feel any crawling. A few of them are moving around on the ground, and you're able to you know, kind of swat them away at some point. Um, you look down at your hand, at your forearm, where that armband used to be that probably would have protected you from this, and you can see that there are about a hundred bites just all the way up your arm. These tiny little, tiny little prick points. Uh, with the fangs yeah. of these spiders. Uh, do my best elvish healing, looking around for herbs that I can rub on them to hopefully stop them from getting too bad. Okay. Uh, so if you're looking to find some sort, something around here to help with like the itching or, or something like that, um, you can roll scan. Uh, you can roll explore if you like. I'll do explore. Although it didn't work out well last time. Uh, that is... Ooh, there we go. Uh, great success. Size of a small house. Over 40. Uh, you failed. Success. Great success. Great I, Great failure. Okay. Uh, you are able to find uh, a little <laughs> further away from the river uh, a few plants that you might be able to use and kind of rub and kind of get some of the burning away. And you take an extra bit of time. This slows you down even further. 
as you kind of take the armor off, find the spots along your body and start rubbing it there as well. And a whole, like, it just slows you down. More and more time passes. Morning comes the next day after you make some further travel along the river. And while you're not feeling the itchiness of the bites, you do look down at your arm and you kind of look at your reflection a bit in the river river water. And you can see that all of the bites along your neck, all the bites along your arm have gone, have grown discolored. Uh, I need you to make uh, at, I need you to make a, does this work again? Sorry, I'm trying to remember something. Uh, heal test? No, he doesn't make anything yet. Mm. Uh, Okay, you need to... You you lose... In the morning, you're feeling the pain suddenly coursing through your arm. You're feeling your arm kind of go pained. Like, like, like it's something... Somebody's wrapped something around it and is, you know, pulling it, pulling it to, to make it tighter and tighter and tighter. And you're feeling that same kind of tightness along your neck. And you're seeing this discoloration, almost as if, like, poison is coursing through you um, take seven points of endurance loss oh no oh no uh, that makes me weary I'm gonna kick over to the group now so, so Arineal because we had all of this hail and everything that happened mm-hmm. so Arineal's you know going to be going over to like the wagon and trying to make sure that um, Elricar and Alina's like goods are covered and kind of protected from the hail. Mm-hmm. And she's just going to be like, he's, he's got the, he's got the two cloaks. The two cloaks would probably help him with the, the, the rain and the, and the hail, right? The two, two cloaks. We're, we're not with him, but the, the two cloaks will, will, will help him. I, I think. I hope. He'll be fine, Aridial. Hmm. One of us should have gone with him. It's too late to look. Think back now. So, morning comes eventually for your group. You can see the storm has passed. And you look around and you can see ruin. Your stuff has been scattered around. The The wagons have suffered a significant amount of damage. You can tell that there are wounds on their ponies as well uh, that were kind of pulling the, the wagon. And you probably spent some time tending to them as well. And it's now been almost about two and a half, nearly three days since you've left Sorendir. You are a ways east of the Grey Havens. You're in a fairly wide open plain. You can probably see for a decent distance so long as there's light and no mist. You never made any particular arrangements on on where to meet. It was just the idea of we'll find each other on the other side of the river. So, group, how would you like to go about finding Sorendir on the other side of the river? I would say just kind of ranging off north a bit where like he would have had to go to cross the river. Um, just trying to find a bit of high ground if possible trying to see you know where he might have gone and efforts definitely being made to locate him yeah we're gonna shoot this like a skill endeavor actually sure. 
uh, and, and it's going to come from two different angles. Soren Deers to get across to you to find him. Uh, and all of this is now has a new clock on it with his poison. Yeah. Um, so, Arineal, you're ranging. So is that, a, is that exploring? Is that what you're doing? Uh, you yeah. I'll go ahead and do that. Um, yeah, just so everyone knows, we do have three D6s from last time. Just roll the dice. I didn't take Always any. I'm just telling shit. everyone. Uh-huh. Oh, that is a Gandalf and a an extra success. Okay, so two successes so far? Yep. Okay. Um, so... As you're journeying, you know you're journeying off. Maybe you start veering back towards the river some, um, and you're trying to find from this higher vantage point. You get this hill that's probably the the western tapering off of the North Moors, and you kind of get a decent vantage point where you can kind of see the winding of the loon. And you're looking for any signs of other river crossings, and you don't see anything of note. Um, but you do see that there are sections of the river where it kind of narrows some. And if he were to try to swim across or, um, if he were to try to like, um, sort of forward across in some way, like those would probably be the better places to look. And so you can start kind of venturing in those directions. It's still a ways off as you, you as you all have, have peered off some, uh, Gillian Floyd, what are you doing to try to help out here? As we travel along, I can drop or like carbon, a signal or a sign along the path we're going, so maybe I'll catch whiff of one and just follow it. Okay. Uh, so why don't you do something like... I mean, it sounds almost like a craft in some way, I guess, if you want. Or a riddle. Riddle might even be better uh, because it's like um, it's like you're trying to craft something that has a message to it or whatever. I mean, I would take craft because obviously it's better. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. You can take craft. It's okay. I don't think any of us are particularly good at riddle. Soren Deer's life is on the line here. He's he's dying of poison. Jeff is going for uh, Stephen kills in two games. <laughs> Roll the twenty regular success. Regular success. Okay. Sorry about that. Uh, so yeah, you you make sure. Uh, maybe you leave Alriker and Elendil. Uh, by like the wagon as they're attending to their ponies and they're kind of fixing up the wagon a bit. There's a little camp and you make sure to do some sort of backtracking. You find, you know, chunks of rock or trees. You make little marks here and there. Some that will probably piss Sorendir off, in fact, uh, kind of draw his attention. And along the way, you make a variety of marks that kind of lead or vector towards the, towards the camp as well. And Gilly, what are you doing? Um, Gilly kind of wants to look like Stop do like an awareness to see if we see any signs of of sorry Erebon on the other side of the river. You're not at the river. Uh, you are. You guys kind of ventured. You're not. You've you've crossed. Oh, I thought over we just you. yeah we crossed over, but I thought we were kind of trailing alongside it. Mm-mm. Yeah, guys, we're a bit beyond and circling back. This isn't. Bit. This was never going to be as simple as like you yeah. guys cross over and like you're walking on either sides of a swimming pool. Like this was okay. like Soren Deer would have to travel for days, and you guys are trying to stay out out of the range of the Gray Havens and such. So no, you are you are not near the river. You would need to go back. Okay, I thought that's what a Renewal and and Floy were just. 
Floy was I was just marks. getting high ground on a hill. Rhaenyra so was like getting was high ground, and she was seeing the river. And that's what they're doing. So what are you doing, Gilly? Gotcha. Okay, I misunderstood. Um, Gilly, then... Maybe I could do, like, a, a, a riddle to see if, like, I could piece together, like, a good spot to, to meet up with him. Or... Insight, uh, no, that's like a people thing. Yeah, and I mean, could so you like a what would Soren Deer do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll take that SD. if you want. That's what I was thinking. Like, yeah, that's like, fine. I'll take that. Okay, and like a riddle. Uh, if it's what would Soren Deer do, I think insight makes more sense. Insight. Okay, cool. What would Soren Deer do? <laughs> N- new merch item for us. <laughs> so what we're trying to figure out. If we were Soren Deer, what would we do? Oh, I just meet, uh, met at 16. Ooh. Okay. And so I did Deer, get a six. Where would Soren Deer go? If you just made it and you got a six, that's a great success. So that's two successes. It's the success um, for, for meeting the number, but then you get the bonus, the bonus success for having a, a six on your bonus day. Sorendir would not be traveling that fast, especially after, you know, his encounter with spiders. Not that she would know about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he would definitely kind of be trudging along, just sticking to the riverbank as much as possible, looking for the easiest way. Okay. Especially because Gilly tends to, like, stick with you when we're, like, traveling and stuff, and we fought those goblins together. So this is kind of funny. <laughs> so we'll say that maybe Floy and Arineal and Gilly, you take, like, an extra day's journey kind of back north you know, bearing northwesternly back towards like a, one of these bends in the river. And originally you get to high ground and you're looking for for sort of narrow sections of the river. Gilly, you would probably piece together that maybe there's a way he could cross through. You know, he doesn't like, you know, he doesn't like to swim. And so mm-hmm. he's more than likely going to look for a way that would ha- would require the least amount of swimming, least amount of, uh, uh, of submersion in water. And so maybe you're looking for sections where like the river rocks themselves are protruding. He might be able to hop one to the next or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Floy, you're kind of marking anything you can find along the way in case he does pass by this section of land uh, after you guys depart from it. Sorendir, you you're moving and trudging very slowly up the river. Your eyes are getting very, you're getting double vision. You're looking out and you're seeing the trees are kind of shifting and moving on you. The sun is darker today, which doesn't make sense to you. You feel great pain and numbness uh, at the same time. So you feel this like this dull ache in your arm. You can't really feel your fingers anymore. You, Your neck is just almost starting to swell and you're having trouble whenever you go to drink water. And you feel like you feel that kind of pain as you swallow. The day, the day is kind of getting long. You've been trudging and trudging. Um, if you would like, what you can do for the poison is you could try to roll a healing roll um, to remove it. Uh, this can done. I mean, technically, we can say this is done at the, the start of the day. So it's end of the day for I think it's end of the day for endurance loss, and then start of the day for the healing test, maybe. So if okay. you want to try to roll healing, yeah, I'll try healing. However. This is fairly uh, grievous poison, uh, so you would have a minus two d six on this. 
Okay, so that's a minus one d6, is what you're telling me. Uh, <laughs> I am. I uh, failed. Uh, okay. I was favored at this, but I got a six and I needed an 18. Okay. You, you So you're really going to need to hit that Gandalf. Okay, so we'll say it's been... We'll say this is the morning of the fourth day since you all have been separated. Arvinio, Floyd, Gilly, you are maybe getting a little panicked at this point as you still have no sign. Uh, you've gotten very close. You've, you've basically gone all the way back. You've, you've put an extra couple days on your travel and you've returned essentially to the riverside now and you're traveling up and down the river. Uh, Arvinio staying back at high ground. Gilly, you're looking for rocks. Floyd, you're making any kind of mark that you possibly can. Um, why don't the three of you go ahead and make an awareness test and all of you can take it at minus one D six. Okay. Also, I would say it wouldn't be hard for any of you to believe that Sorendir just decided not to cross the river. Reniel is not going to believe this. Okay. I am going to take one of the, uh, D sixes cause I would like to succeed at this. Roll a six fail. I rolled a 16 and I needed a 16. Okay. I succeeded and with a uh, Gandalf, no extra sixes. Okay. Uh, Sorendir, do you, do you try, like you get to a point in the river where it's as narrow as you've seen it. You're, you're feeling terrible. It's nearing the end of the day. The sun is going down. If you don't cross now, you're spending a whole other night on the Western side of the river. You're not feeling well. You're feeling sick. You can feel the poison coursing through you. Do you try uh, to cross? Or do you try... Do you wait I out? don't think I would. I think I would wait. Okay. Okay. So, throughout the night, Gilly, Arineal, maybe you notice a small fire. Maybe maybe Sorendir, at the very least, might have had a fire built. And you see it along the, the bend of a river, a little bit up the ways... And so when morning comes, you have a general idea of where you think he might be. You you kind of get to the other side. And it's a, again, it's a ways across. And you can't pick out Sorendir specifically. But you do see what looks like a, a camp, you know, a campfire, a camp. You can see smoke is, has kind of started to, to plume up along the shore. Doesn't look like there's anything actively burning currently. Sorendir, take five points of endurance loss um, at the end of the day and then morning comes and you can try that healing test again we cannot get there fast enough I got a 10 not good enough okay the rest of you see that there is a body laying next to the camp campfire can't make out exactly what is too far but it definitely looks to be there's a person there uh, whether they're sleeping or not getting you're not sure but you see a body up across the way what do you want to do uh O'Reneal's just gonna jump right in the water okay athletics test uh you said that there was uh where Sorndeer was kind of was a good spot to cross over or no? Yeah, there definitely seems to be more of those like rocks sticking up out of the river. It's not like a full bridge across, but like you could like 
swim, hold on to one, take a breather, swim, hold on to another, take a breather. So it's not necessarily having to go from one side to the next. So it's, it's, it's sort of the safest of places. The river, like it's not flowing extraordinarily rapidly, but there's a, there's definitely a current to it. And you feel it, a renewal as you wade into the water and you're swimming against it. And like, you can feel yourself being pushed down river back towards the gray havens. And if you swim fast enough, you can kind of, you know, outpace it and everything. Otherwise, you know, it's going to, it's going to bring you on the, to the other side of the river after you've traveled sometimes. Exactly. So, yeah. Luckily I got a great success. Okay. So you do make it. Um, and again, it's hard to time, but you, you, you dive into the water, you're swimming, you're at a certain point, you, you no longer feel the bottom below, you know, of the river below you. It's got some depth to it. You can feel the current more than once. Maybe you stop to get a breather at one of these rocks along the way, these little small islets and you make it across you're about a quarter mile or so south of where the camp was. And you go trudging northward as fast as you can. Floyd, Gilly, did any, the other of you try to cross? Um, yeah, but Gilly would probably do the slower way where she's like swimming and holding onto the rocks. Okay. I'll wide uh, the river. So, uh, I don't have that, num- that number okay. on me. Uh, it's wide. Let's just put it gotcha. that way. I would look to like maybe craft some sort of like makeshift, just like rope or like wooden mm-hmm. path along the river, just to like guide across. You might be able to put together some sort of like raft or something. You could, you could probably do something like that. I'll work on that while they start okay. swimming across. All right, so go ahead and, and make your craft test, Gilly. Make your athletics test. You can take a bonus die of plus one if you're if you're going to be taking a safer route. Okay. Renial, you took the bolder route. Um. Arena, you're the first to get across and the first to, to reach this camp, and you see Sorendir. It is him. He is he is laying next to a fire that has burnt out. You can see he's his face starting from his neck all the way up to the side, uh, nearly to his eyes, is discolored purple. Uh, you can see it looks like bites of some kind, snake, spider, you're not entirely sure. You can see his forearm where he wore that armband that he he just casually tossed aside is kind of swollen up as well, almost like a Popeye forearm. Uh, Sorender, you wake and you you know your eyes are certainly getting killed by the by the the brightness of the light. And when you look up, you see a figure kind of shimmering a bit, and then eventually coalesces into the vision of a rineal. Soaking wet. Soren dear, uh, oh, I'm so. I thought I thought you were dead. I just I saw your. I'm I'm so sorry. You were you were right. You, we shouldn't we shouldn't have we shouldn't have tried to take the river. I what 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 happened? Uh, spiders. What what did do? Stick your hand in the what? I oh. All right, let me see if I've got anything. And I want to try to do a healing check on yeah, go this. Ahead. See what I can do to help. Uh, it is going to be at a minus two. Oh. This is, uh, it's just the the severity of the poison. Okay, then I'm going to do that as a minus one. Um, we've got one left. I said <laughs> minus two, Melissa. You know, I just get to make up rules. Oh, gosh darn it. That's a... Okay. That's a 10 uh, under 14. 
you you realize that maybe you left some of your things back by the wagon and you you don't have necessarily your full healing bag maybe gilly has something on her but you don't seem to have enough and you would need to probably hustle and get her back get get soren to your back because he's not looking good i i um i'm so i'm so sorry i thought i had i we, we gotta i'm good can you stand can you and so she's just gonna kind of just start kind of putting her kind of arm under you and just trying to lift you before you kind of even get a chance to answer yeah my my throat would be so swollen that i would be uh not trying to speak too much and i would just kind of nod or shake my head responding however oh okay so and orineal's gonna do the best she can to just sort of like kind of stand behind him sort of kind of under armpits and just sort of dragging him by his feet back towards the river and she's looking back hoping that the other two crossed and is just sort of looking back a little bit confused because neither of them are are crossed uh just yet um but she's going to start making that call that we kind of identified that we can use if we're kind of separated from each other just to kind of signal to them that uh it was sword deer over here yeah you see gilly in the water <laughs> like she's coming to you but it's slow <laughs> did you did you pass your athletics test yeah, thank God I got a Gandalf. Otherwise, I got my things were okay. all ones. I got oh, Gandalf tonight. Uh, Zora, thank you for those bits. Uh, gave you Look, watch. I'm not going to get well. any after this. You eventually reach as well, uh, right as Arineal is like got Sorendir up, kind of doing the the slow walk, getting back into the you know kind of up into the shores of the water. You look across, Gilly. You can kind of with your keen eyes, mm-hmm. you can see Floy is working on something. You can tell he's working on something, and he he might have even mentioned he was going to try to you know put to piece together some sort of raft or whatever. Yeah. Um, how did you do on your roll there, Floy? I got a Gandalf great success. Okay, you can you know there's a lot of I Gandalfs could send going you a on picture. since we switched to Norse Boundary <laughs> Dice. That could be because they're good dice, or it could be because y'all are cheaters. I just I, want to point out, I have yet to pass the test today. All right, Steven, you're the only one who's not on my my shit list. So, anyway. <laughs> and yet I'm the one dying here. You killed a character for me last night, and I'm not going to forget that. Arinio's going to turn to to Gilly and just be like, I, "I I don't I don't have everything I need. I we got to get Can it." Can I attempt a heal test here or no? Uh, I think it's one a day. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think there's a limit on it. Like, oh, I, I, I can't do anything here. I could be wrong on that, so I'm double-checking that. I know, that sounds familiar. The poison player hero cannot rest. And must roll for the corresponding endurance loss at the end of each day. Uh, that's what I, I've been doing. Um, if the roll produces a Gandalf, which it has not, the hero mm-hmm. takes no damage and is not poisoned anymore. A successful healing roll done at the start of a day also removes the effects of poison. Roll loses 1d if the poison is is severe and loses 2d, which is what this is, if it's grievous. And so this is grievous poison. Yeah. And wounded, you can only do once per day for him. Okay. So you need to get him crossed. Floyd, you pass. You've got like this little makeshift raft. You can see across the way a Rineal. You think it's got to be a Rineal tall. You can see Gillies there. So like they've made it across. Uh, you've got your, but you have this uh, this raft. How do you want to handle this? Thank you, Zora. I think I think that makes sense. Um, would 
would I be able to like tie some rope to like an arrow and shoot it to the other side to help us drag across the river? Hmm. So even if we like kind of trail off, we can still try and pull ourselves back to where we want to be. Kind of bow do you get? Uh, short bow because I'm a hobbit. Yeah, I don't think that is gonna reach the other side. Okay, fair. Um, Arineal, did you bring yours with you? Did you, you you jumped into the water and you swam across? Would you have brought your big old bow, getting caught in your in your arms and legs? You swim across with you, and your armor and your sword and all that kind of stuff. Would you have brought all that? In all no, honesty? and I, I was sort of thinking like in my head that I kind of like doffed a bunch of stuff and jumped in yeah, the water. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I can I can try to swim back to collect Floy in the raft. Okay. And then, you know, kind of leave uh, Sorendir in Gilly's care. Okay. Okay. Uh, we'll say athletics test. Okay. Uh, and I'll, we'll just do one roll for you to get there and get back. And I'll say a minus one since you're trying to okay. pull the pull the, the raft back now. Floy, would you be riding on top of it while she pulls it? Because if that's the case, it's minus two. <laughs> <laughs> no, she can just take it over. Okay, she takes it. It's like it's like the river problem riddle where you have to keep a certain amount of people on one side or the animal dies. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the goat, the uh, lettuce, the wolf. <laughs> thanks to Zoro, I am going to roll it straight. I think Oriniel should let Sorindira ride on her back and then halfway across the river, Sorindira just bites her and then you both sink down and die. And Sorindira's just like, it was in my nature. It's a scorpion, so right? Scorpion and the frog. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is an extraordinary success. So two sixes. This is my I don't believe you face. <laughs> okay, you swim across. You're exhausted. I will say you you are gonna go ahead and take a fatigue point for all the swimming you're doing. I think that's fair enough. Uh, but you get across. You get back very quickly. Thank you, Chuck. It's 100 percent true. <laughs> and you. You load up Sorendir, and Gilly, would you be on top of the raft, or would you, like, be, like, on the side of it? Do you have a preference? I'd probably, like, cling onto the side to help doggy paddle. Okay, roll an athletics test, just, and this is mainly just to see how much fatigue I give you. Uh, okay. You'll, you'll get across. Uh, I to failed. the Twitch. Thank you so much. Okay, Gilly, go ahead and take. I needed sixteen. All right, go ahead and take two points of fatigue then, uh, as okay. you as you finally get Sorendir across. It's we'll call it afternoon. Takes hours of you know crafting this raft, swimming back and forth, testing Sorendir, and you get him across. And you still got a few hours left of sunlight before the end of the day. You have him on the, on the eastern side of the river. He looks terrible, Sorendir. Mm-hmm. You're still capable of doing stuff. Like you're you're weary, but you're not dead. So, Gilly is I mean, weary as well. Yet, if they're willing to build the raft, I, I, I'm I'm willing to watch. Okay. All right. So, <laughs> how much endurance did you just roll? <laughs> is that what nine. you were doing over there? Yeah, it was real nine. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Day. Yeah, it's nine. All right. So you have them across. You start kind of hustling as best you can to get back to the wagons, which are a ways away at this point. You've, you, you've 
This has been taking probably a day or two worth of your time to backtrack to the river, get him across. Are you going to push through the night or are you going to like camp out before you uh, before you get back to where you left your wagons and you left your, the wagon and the merchants and things? Reniel would say that we're kind of leaving two folks kind of on their own. So I mm-hmm. think we would try to uh, her vote would be pushing through the night. Okay. Uh, we did Floyd. pledge our protection to them. Yeah, yeah can exactly. Sword to your hand or a couple legs. Okay. Uh, all right. So you guys are going to push through the night. Go ahead and make travel rolls just to see if you take any fatigue on your way back. And and then we will do a very important healing roll in the morning. Uh, we've got D6 over here. So we're doing a travel roll? Yeah, let's do a travel roll because you're pushing through the night. I just want to see, again, this is just sure. for fatigue. You'll You'll make it. Um, just sort of like think of like like a like a marching test. Uh. So Jeff, I do want to ask you, um, just to be fair, because I hate of... when she starts sentences like that, because <laughs> I'm probably not going to know the answer. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, and it, it's kind of a, a call for you because um, because of my endurance of the ranger, like I don't take fatigue during travel. Um, so do we want to call like some of the stuff endurance that happens? I think just swimming across the river. It? I think that I think the swimming stuff across the river. Let's keep that as fatigue because you were just swimming across a rushing river multiple times. Um, so <laughs> your your mechanically speaking, your thing I think applies to journey events. So all journey events have a certain amount of fatigue associated with them. So we have broken journey rules. Got it. Like we're not we, like we have broken mm-hmm. out of those rules at this point. So yeah, okay. Everything that's transpired in the last you know, two, two days has been outside of the, the framework of the journey rules. So I think the fatigue applies. Okay. I failed my travel roll. Okay. Oh no. Gilly Floy. 21 oh. great success. Are we, okay. oh, we were each making our own travel. Yeah. Role? Everyone just do it really fast. Uh, okay. Floy, you can hand over one of those extra successes too. And in and, and this kind of case is you're all, you can kind of help, but someone can help. Someone else could help with sword and deer. Or yeah. I failed. You're doing it. Okay. So you have an extraordinary success. So so how did Sorendir do on his travel? Uh, he needed an 18, and he rolled a 3. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. I have zero pips in travel. Floyd, who do you give your extra successes to for your travel, for this fatigue? Basically, who do you decide doesn't get fatigue for this rush through the night back to camp? Oh, this is Sorendir. I'm helping him out. Okay, Sorendir's one. You get another. My dwarf. Get... Oh, just a great. Oh, just a great. My bad. Okay, yeah. so Sorendir. Yeah. So Gilly and Renee, I'll just go ahead and take an extra fatigue. Morning comes. Finally, the the dawn arrives to the east. You can see a very light mist shows up. Very light, but burns away super fast. You see the campfire of Aldricker and Alinea, who have who have stayed exactly where you've left them. They see you coming, and they kind of flag you down. You, you look, you don't look great, uh, and Sorindir looks absolutely terrible. You lay him down. You kind of Gilly or Renil, you go fetch your 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 various poultices and things. And when you kneel down again, you know, to, to take a look at him, you can tell he's, he is still, he's still sick. You tried your best to renew, uh, the day before, but you, you're, you were pretty confident that maybe you could have slowed it down, but you didn't have all the things you needed. Mm-hmm. So healing test. Yep. So one of you can roll it. One of you can lend aid to the other and get a bonus die. If you like, I can, help. I'm going to spend a hope Jeff and invoke a magical success. Describe what this looks like and what you're using to do this. 
So you guys watch as Gilly actually like removes the pearl from her usual pouch that she has and she kind of like presses it towards the hollow of Soren Deer's throat and she holds it there kind of near where the infection and poison is located and you watch as, as Gilly just really wishes more than anything that he starts to to heal and that maybe this warm feeling that it grants her will help Sorendir. And then she'll leave it there as she gets her pulses ready and she starts to put them and bandage them. Okay. And then afterwards she'll put it back away. The Pearl of Celebrion. Uh, wife of Elrond. That's who that is. Mm-hmm. Uh, you all recovered that, I believe, when you were going through Rudauer. And didn't you use that? Did you use that to help out Floy at one point too? Um, we got a... I didn't use the magical success of it, but the two dice it gave Gotcha. Helped us save them. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. So, Floyd, the the day passes. You watch as Gilly and Arinial are kind of tending to Sorendir. Maybe you all don't leave immediately. Later that night, you all are walking around. Probably rested a little bit during the day. Sorendir, you start to feel the blood flowing through your arm once more, and you look down. You can see the swelling has gone down in your arm. You can feel your fingers once more. You take a sip of water. It feels like you have a sore throat, but it no longer feels as though you're choking. I should still roll, huh? Yeah, you can to get bonus. To what extra? Because yeah. I think it's like extra. You might get extra yeah. healing or something. There. I have. Everybody was doing a short rest while this is going on. Oh, a lot of <laughs> Just sneaking that in. Uh, I'm sending you a picture because I know you will not believe me. (laughs) What did you roll? You could have taken that picture at any time. I want a newspaper (laughs) with the date, with today's date on it right now. Little image of the monitor with like the date and time. (laughs) Where are you in Discord? For all we know, you just placed it on a Gandalf. You just heard me roll it. Thank you. Thank you. It's a sound effect. You could have made a sound effect. You could have rolled a, 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 a group of other dice. Is this an extraordinary success, Gilly? Are we healing the crap out of Sorendir here? <laughs> no, she she gets. He was ready to let go too. Six Saurons. Yeah, <laughs> it's all ones and a Sauron. <laughs> <laughs> I really I should have taken a picture when I had all those ones too, because I was like, oh, I was fucked. <laughs> That's right, Eric. It is her birthday magic. Yeah, I don't believe any of this. This is all. These are all lies. <laughs> are you kidding me? That was the coolest roll I've ever had in my life. <laughs> I didn't actually even look. Where'd you send it? Oh, I sent oh, it, it to you on Discord. Discord. I'm like looking at my phone. I'm like, oh, that's not there. Uh, what? That's a lot. Those are eyes of Sauron, Ashley. What are you doing? Uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty good. Okay, I'll say. I'll say go ahead and take half endurance back. That's a lot of sixes. <laughs> I've never gotten that many ever. <laughs> that is, well, how many were there? Three. Uh, three plus uh, two Gandalfs. Yeah, I was wrong. Oh, 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 endurance back? I'll say you could take uh, you could take half your endurance back. Half of everything I've lost? Uh, yeah, so what's the normal... Hang on a second. You can, yeah, you can recover. What's your total? How much endurance total do you have? 
Uh, total is 26. When I do right, a short rest, I'm back up to max, though. Oh, because you're special. Cause I'm elvish an elf. Yeah, okay, then fine. You can do that. That's okay. Okay. And with that, uh, Sorendir is rescued. He's feeling better. You still got some scars that are going to take a couple days uh, to, to overcome. And uh, we'll dive back into the journey phase. But I think what we'll do first is we'll do this giveaway finally, uh, as I think, uh, hey. I think now's a good time. Uh, since Soren Deer is back. So let's do that. So, um, <laughs> let's how it, how it, so let me, let me get my, let me get Nightbot up and going here. Make sure. Okay. So here's what we're going to do. Uh, if you're in the chat, let me, let me check this out. So this again is from our good friends at Norse Foundry who make all sorts of awesome stuff. Norse, thank you so much for that prime sub. We greatly, uh, we greatly appreciate that. Um, what we're going to do is we're going to say that if you are in the chat, I'm going to give you a keyword in a moment. When I give it to you, you'll go ahead and type it out. We'll do that kind of a random thing and we'll see who's there, uh, who gets it. Um, okay. So give people one more sec. What, what do we want to do for our keyword? Ooh, that's a good question. Uh, we can do glad rock. Glad Rock, we're not there. We're nowhere near Lolly. the dwarves. I was thinking Lolly. Yeah. We can do Gilly. It's a birthday. Ash's birthday. I was gonna say let's do birthday, but uh we could do poison. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like birthday is the more upbeat. Uh, I think we should do option poison. of those two. <laughs> I think we should poison do poison. Or, yeah. I think that's uh, pretty funny. Okay. <laughs> Make the word hot pocket. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Uh, go ahead and uh, yeah. So we'll um, let's see, making sure see how many eligible users we have. Okay, we got some eligible users. I'm sorry, Stephen. I am removing you as an eligible user. You are you are ineligible. Get the hell out of here. Uh, sorry. Uh, I think I'll probably make uh, Eric from North Foundry ineligible. That would be weird. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, look at that. I won. Uh, okay. <laughs> Uh, so last call. Okay, let's do Jeff's a softy. I yeah, I kind of <laughs> am actually. Uh, let's do. There's some Just names that aren't shot. showing up. I want to let's <laughs> me let me let me refresh here because there are some names in chat that are not popping up right now, and I want to make sure they all get it. All right, we're gonna do. All right, it's gonna it's populating right now. The new folks in here, and then we're gonna kind of go ahead and uh, we're gonna go from there. We're gonna do again. We're gonna do the name, the word thing. So all you gotta do is drop your name, or not drop your name. Drop the word. What you going with? I guess we'll do birthday. When I say when I say okay. ready to go. When I say ready all to right. go. Sorry, I don't do this very often. All right. Ready. Uh, okay. Oh, should I be like anti-spam? All right, Melissa, you were the you probably should have done this. So I I got my I got the birthday thing and the keyword. Do I have to like hit anything? Do I have to like do like ready set go or do I just do roll it? Uh, I think That's fine, Eric. <laughs> I think uh go ahead and we'll say people can do it. Yeah, start Okay, everyone go ahead and type birthday in the chat now. Yes. If you want to be part of this $50 uh, uh, giveaway. 
We'll let that go for a minute. Uh, no exclamation point there, Cardman. Uh, just write it normal. Just birthday, straight up birthday. Where'd Chuck go? Oh, got oh, some there's entries coming there's, in. Okay. Okay. All right, I'm going to have to kick. So I'll let that go for another minute. So Ashley, how old are you? 33? <laughs> I turned 30 today. You turned 30? Yeah. You're 30? I'm Good so old. I'm 30. <laughs> You turning 30 makes me feel ridiculously old. No. Absolutely and utterly not, old. Jeff, you're 23. We counted Thank it. Thank you. I'm so much younger fun. than you. You're old compared know, to me. I am old. What <laughs> old. happened? <laughs> it's 21. Yes, Chuck. Okay. Everyone's Thank always you. 21. I agree. All right. Here we go. Last call. You got 10 seconds from when I say this. 10. I'm not going to count it all. That's weird. <laughs> Five. All the happy birthday to Ashley. Three. Two and one. Okay. Cardman two four six seven. Congratulations. Nightbot has picked it has picked it. Picked it. Listen to me. (laughs) Has picked you. You uh, have been chosen. You have been chosen. Congrats, buddy. Yep. Uh reach uh say reach out to myself uh or yeah, reach out to myself or Eric uh and we'll uh we'll sort out the details for you uh so that you can uh you can get your 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 gift uh, your that's perfect. That's the perfect response. Uh, <laughs> that's great. Yes. That's awesome. Thank you for everyone who hung out and uh, and joined in that fun. Uh this this will hopefully not be the last time we do this uh as uh we got some some we're rolling out ideas for more that we can do. And I just noticed I still have my mothership background up. That's not right. Thank you, Norse Foundry friends. Yes, thank you, Eric, for thank you, Eric. to do this. Thank you for upping uh, upping the gift card or the gift card at the last second. Uh, so yeah, I know. All right, uh, shall we then return to the to the fun that was trying to kill Soren Deer with spiders. <laughs> I mean, birthday giveaways are so much more more fun than uh, spider poison. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm gagging. That's the best thing. That was the, that was <laughs> That's response. the best response. Perfect response. Okay. All right. <laughs> back to Sorenet. <laughs> All right. Back to Sorenet. Perfect. All right. Let's do this. So, uh, big congrats, Cardman two four six seven. Uh, we appreciate all the support you've uh, you've given the channel. Uh, it's a name that we are very familiar with, and. Uh, don't forget, uh, don't forget to come back, you know, next time because we'll have, we'll have more <laughs> stuff. We'll have more stuff in the future. Don't worry. All right. So we'll say new day. Everyone's feeling better. We are going to return now to our uh, to our travel time. Uh, we're going to go back to the journey. Everyone's everyone's kind of got back together. It's probably taken four. We'll say four total days longer than it should have uh, this split. But you're all back together, Alrecker. Uh, has uh, has repaired the wagon. Uh, they've tended to the tended to the donkeys and, and, and po- or ponies, I should say, that uh, that were pulling the wagon. And we can once more return to our journey phase. Uh, so, uh, Arinial as leader, uh, as as you go ahead and roll that travel test for us. I really expected you to say that they were attacked by wargs while we were gone. <laughs> Why would I kill them? I like that. Just to make us feel bad. <laughs> yeah, it's fair. That's something. Well, wait till you get back to to Coom. <laughs> oh, I, I couldn't figure out what happened to everybody, so I just killed everyone. I figured that was the safest way. Uh, hold on one second. I, I've missed something. One second. Uh, 
the gifted cloak oh, wow, helps me. Gun. So when I am doing a travel roll with the gifted cloak, it helps me in an extra d6. Yeah. Yep. I don't know that it's going to matter. Uh, <laughs> that is awful. That is an eight, and I needed a uh, way more than an eight. Okay. A 14. All right. So. Yeah, that's the wrong button. There we go. Uh, who is the new explorer? Who is the new scout? Oh, that's me. Floyd, you're up. Uh, as you begin to finally venture away from the Grey Havens, keeping Elastiri in the White Towers to your south, venturing further, closing in on the far downs, um, go ahead and roll uh, your uh, your explore test. I need a 15. I rolled a 16. All right. Can I mark some of my stuff as like in the um, cart? Uh, yeah, some of your equipment and stuff. Yeah, I'm yeah. Okay, with that. okay. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. So, oh, actually, you guys are in green. I get the roulette twice for you, don't I? All right, it's still better. Okay. So, you're traveling for. Next couple of days, things are kind of getting better. Soren Deer's skin is clearing up from where the spiders are biting biting him. You're getting conversation every now and then, Floy, with Alaker, who kind of maybe ventures out with you every now and then when you're exploring and kind of asks you questions about the halls of Glad Rock, what the politics are like for the doors of the Blue Mountains. What kind of resources do you know do you need do they need? What do they trade in? Very, very economic questions, constantly trying to like work deals. And I can't really time. give him any because they don't spend much time there. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Uh, at a certain point, he might think that maybe you're <laughs> maybe you're uh, you're talking a little bit. Uh, maybe you're avoiding him, but he's he's constantly following you around. And at a certain point, you notice that um, you see you see him kind of one one afternoon as you're you know before before sunset, kind of go try to get some. Some a head start on the next day's scout, figuring out which ways you you want to go. Um, this is a, probably a familiar path for you. Like you've you've traveled down here from from the Blue Mountains, from the halls of Gladrock, over the you know probably through the Grey Havens or near the Grey Havens. You've probably passed over the the you know the the far downs, probably through the Shire. You've you've, you've done this path before, and so you're just trying to kind of pick up some landmarks and things to help get your bearings. When suddenly you hear. From behind, a um, quarter mile away, you hear, uh, uh, Dwarf, help, help. And you look back and you knew you were being followed uh, by Alricker, but you were, you were, maybe you were doing the classic, you know, dwarf sprint to keep, because he's just been pestering you so much. But you look back and you don't see him any longer, but you hear him, help, help. I, I turn around, I'm on my way. I'll go find what, what he got and stuck into. So you, you, you run back and you see that he has fallen into some sort of pit. You look around and you realize that you've kind of crossed over. Now that you take a little bit of a closer look at it, the foundations of some old ruin, uh, what you originally thought were just sort of these natural rock formations over here and over there. Now that you look at them, they actually look like molded stone that it's just been kind of broken and worn down over time. And the last vestiges you think of a wall that was once here. And when you look at the ground itself, it, it originally you thought it might've just been kind of padded down dirt, occasional bits of like kind of moss and vines and weeds. 
sprouting up here and there, you realize that it actually was some kind of properly constructed foundation to a building. And he has fallen clear through it. And when you look down, it's very dark, but you hear him, Help! There's something crawling all over me! Help me! And yeah, he's, uh, he's, you can kind of see him. He's a good 15 feet down. Uh, there's no clear handholds or footholds to get down. Um, he keeps screaming about, Oh, it's, they're all over me! Oh, God! Oh, yeah, they're in my ears! What'd you like to do? Oh, no. Let's Pour see. some lantern oil, light a match, walk away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I'll see if I can just get a torch started for him. Drop him that for now. Okay, so you you light up a torch. <laughs> you drop it down. Uh, he he picks it up, and when you when you drop it, you can see that there again there looks like there's stone of the foundation here, but it's like fractured and collapsed. And it drops a decent way, and you can tell it's some sort of maybe sinkhole once kind of collapsed and just made the whole building fall down and kind of sucked it all down and, and, and like he's kind of fallen into the remnants of it that had been kind of covered over. And you can see that there's the ground is moving. You can see all sorts of things kind of... And you can't tell if they're snakes, if they're worms, but he's just kind of covered it. And he's like, oh, oh he kind of throws it off to the side. He pulls it out of his hair. He's like, oh, it's my ears. And he grabs it out of his ears and throws it to the side. Um... But you don't see any clear or easy like handholds or footholds of any kind. I'll have to whistle signal party because I need okay. some rope here. So Reniel, Gilly, Sorendir, you kind of eventually hear. Uh, assuming all of you respond, uh, you mm-hmm. come up, you see yeah. the same things. Yeah, you see the same things. And he's a good 15, maybe 20 feet down. It just looks like the walls are kind of constantly in this stage of collapse. And there's just the ground is just kind of he's and he's freaking out. He's starting to panic at this point. Gilly, do you still have your rope? Yeah, I think Gilly gets that out and starts to look for like an anchor point, like a tree or something nearby. There are those like little stone like looks like the cornerstones of the building that are that are kind of intact. Oh yeah. Then she'll yeah, go over can... there and and yeah, toss like best. the slack towards Arenial and, and Floy. So yeah, uh, Floy, or once you roll in athletics, take a bonus die. Rineal's there as well, uh, and see if you can kind of pull him up. Okay, I get four bonus die. Yeah, extraordinary success. So you start rolling him up and pulling him up, and as you kind of get him a good halfway up, you notice that like the ground that he was kind of sunk into, that's moving. You see something shiny all of a sudden. Something's something's reflecting off the torchlight. And it looks to you like it might Is that Is that silver? You think that yeah. might be silver down there, but just as just as quickly as you see it, this like huge clue of worms or snakes just kind of covers over top of it. Dirt kind of grimes over top of it, but you're pretty sure there's something down there. Yeah, once I pull him up, I take the torch from him. Like, all right, stay up here. I'll go down. All right. I'm going to make my way to that shiny piece I saw. (laughs) (laughs) 
just, just said about Jeff that. knew. <laughs> I knew you'd do it. I knew you'd do it. So you hop down and you can you feel like there is like you, you kind of reach your hands down and they are worms. Now as you get down here, you see it's just thousands of worms down here. They're just like eating and eating away at whatever like substance that was used as like the structure for this place. And you notice as they, as you kind of reach down in, like they kind of crawl a little bit up your arms, but they drop down again. They don't really seem to be bothering too much, but they're just annoying more than anything else. But as you reach down, you grab that shiny thing in here. Kind of, you can feel like it's stuck on something. Like the weight of some of the stone that had fallen down is kind of pinning it. But what you do see is like some sort of like it's not it's, it's it looks like it, it looks like it's armor but it looks more decorative and so you think it's some sort of like armor decorative bust that you're trying to pull up that seems to have been kind of collapsed and smashed a bit by stone and you're trying to pull it back up but you're sure like you could just melt this down and this would be worth a, a fair penny yeah I'll see like where it's getting caught up on maybe I can break some of the pieces away so you look, there's like this huge chunk of the foundation of this building that has just fallen and collapsed. The very thing that likely sort of caused your your friend Alarica to fall has also pierced the, you know, it, it kind of pierced the bottom of this this building and managed to stick on top of it. So it would take a while for you to remove that, uh, but you could certainly try. Do you have any tools? I did have that... I think it was just carving tools from that dwarven box we found. I don't know if that's okay. helpful. So if you shout up, do one of you go and fetch the tools for him? Yeah, yeah Gilly will. Alright, so Sorendir and Gilly kind of go trudging back to get his tools. Damn dwarf has to go treasure hunt in the middle of this major <laughs> mission that you have for We for have a job to do. Yeah, and I have one too. Just give me a sec. <laughs> Meanwhile, Alrakur is like pulling worms out of his ears. Arinio, you look over, you see one of them just sort of drops down. One, like You can see bits or flakes. Are in his, his, it's like all, all in his shirts. He's like taking his shirt off and they're dropping down here and there. But Sorendir, Gilly, your turn. You drop the, the tools down. Floyd, make a craft test. Okay. I do this at favored with four bonus dice. Okay. Oh, jeez. Ridiculous. This voice nature. And then suddenly the rest of it starts. That's yeah, a Gandalf. Regular success. Okay. A little behind the scenes moment. If that was a Sauron, the rest of the, the floor was going to collapse on a Floyd at that point. Oh, no. But that's not what happened. Is you're able to easily, it takes you a couple hours to properly kind of carve out a section in a way that's not going to have the rest of the foundation of this building collapse on you. And you manage to pull out what is this kind of smash dented display of some kind of ornate human, maybe elvish armor. You're not sure which. It's hard to really tell anymore. But it's like the it's like a breastplate. This ornate breastplate. It's not for wearing. It's silver, so it's it's very malleable. Um, but it would be worth, according to the rules of the game, uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of ten treasure. Oh my gosh! Oh, it's ah, quite the whole ten. The rich it get richer with a lot of silver <laughs> that you just ripped up out of there. You gotta have treasure to make treasure. <laughs> All right. 
to. That's going to say there. So from like okay. a load question. Well, I guess we have the wagon, so it's not something that he has yeah, to Yeah, because you have the wagon, I'll say, you don't have to worry too much about load right now. Right. Load question. Floyd doesn't ask that question. <laughs> no, he really doesn't. <laughs> All of you can take two fatigue, of, except for video. Uh, just from the extra time, helping helping out the you know Alricker, kind of pulling him up, running back and forth uh, between the camp and this place. God, I'm glad we have a pit stop. I'm at seven or thirteen fatigue. So you've reached an interesting point, Floy. Uh, you would know this, uh, or Renil, you might know as well, as you've hit the sort of western edge of the Shire. You know that you have you have made it to what are called the Far Downs. Um. It's basically this string of, of north-south running hills. Nothing nothing at all that's not easily... It's, it's easily traversable. It gets a little you know, foggy up there from time to time. Uh, Floy, I would freely give you this information as a dwarf who's probably made this path before. There, there's basically two different routes you can take as we zoom in a little bit. Um, you can either get in you know onto the hills themselves and pick up the trail that will eventually turn into the east road which will take you through the heart of the shire very safe easy journey once you get there um or you can try to circumvent the hills entirely and try to come into the shire from the north uh and that means kind of moving around and sort of the uh, sort of the outer stranger, like hamlets and villages and things like that, and then work your way down to the road that way. So those are kind of the two choices you have. So you either look for the you either look for the the remnants of the east road that are that disappears into the far downs, or you try to go through like the backwater northern sections of the of North Farthing of the Shire. I'll offer those two options, and suggest we go with the untraveled road since there could be treasure there treasure where <laughs> which one's the untraveled road or just the the one i haven't really gone to i would say north. you've probably done either you've probably done both oh, like okay. these are just it's just sort of like you guys tell me which way you want to go essentially one way will bring you through there's like the it's, it's the it's the difference of going through two different hamlets it sort of determines mm. which hamlets you'll pass through uh uh, so Arineal would say. You want to see where golf was just going to Oh yeah, yeah, very it's true. 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 Yeah. Um, so I think you know we we do we do have a job to do, and we're we're trying to take the well traveled roads in this early part so that we're reasonably well rested before we have our harder journey ahead. So I think the one that gets us to a road faster might be the way to go. That sounds good, then. We can just go into the hills, hit the east road. Okay. I've moved you over to the Shire map. There's a whole separate Shire map. We're still maintaining Ooh. basic journey rules and such. Uh, the Shire is like 120-ish miles west to east, I think. Uh, it takes it'll take you a couple days to come get across from the out, like the western outskirts all the way to the Brandywine uh, on the eastern side by the Old Forest. So, um, so... Arineal, go ahead and make a travel test as you, uh, with Floyd's, probably with Floyd's help, are looking around. You guys are, you guys journey onto the far downs and you're kind of looking for any particular path that might suggest, okay, this is where the kind of the, the East Road kind of peters out into the hills. And this will, this is the easiest way. Obviously, you can just head east and you'll be fine, but this is probably the best thing to do. This will get you onto the road faster. 
Uh, so I rolled an extraordinary success. All right. This is ridiculous. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Well, the 17 and both of my D6s are sixes. Okay. Sure you did. You just keep, you just keep telling yourself that. Uh, Gilly, uh, are you still doing awareness? Who's doing awareness? Lookouts. That would be Gilly. Yeah, Gilly. All right, Gilly, roll an awareness test. That would be an extraordinary success. Oh, I rolled 17 Gandalfs on this. <laughs> oh, look, I have 47 sixes on this roll. Uh-huh. Gilly, you're muted. Oh, I just got a standard success, 19. Oh, wow. Gilly's really slumming it down with just a regular old success. Wow. Okay. It's my birthday. You have to be nice. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't kill Sorendir. Come on. Come on. <laughs> that, that, yeah. Okay. I mean... There's time. There's still time. <laughs> <laughs> the hobbits of the Shire, man, they're pretty. Uh, Ashley, what are they're you pretty, saying? They're pretty rough. Okay, so you, you put a gun managed, in my head, dude. <laughs> you managed to find the the trail, Arineal. Uh Night falls while you're still up in the hills, and you can see a mist begins to come. Uh, I'll let Floy Sor- and Sorendir as the most likely people to know this, roll a lore test. As as you're kind of camping out up in the hills, a few of you see some strange lights kind of wafting around in this like eerie mist that starts to fill the fill the hills and the valleys where you're camping. You don't hear the sounds of like wolves howling or anything like that, but there are these weird lights like really large fireflies are just sort of vaguely blinking out into the distance and you hear like these whispers begin to start wafting towards you every now and then but not the ones that you're familiar with like this kind of high-pitched whispering that seems to come on out um floy and, and soren deer roll that lore test yeah i got a sauron fail Okay. Jeff, uh, you, you called for lore, and I got so excited because this is finally something I'm good at. Um, I am favored with three pips, and I only need a 14, and I rolled a 12. Okay. Aww. Okay. I, I'm sorry. I mean, it's an extraordinary success. What? <laughs> wow. I, I forgot that's what we're doing today. Wait, now I don't know. Is it really an extraordinary success? No, it, it was a fail. Okay. So you see amongst like the mist, like this this sort of strange coloring begin to light up. You hear that kind of strange whispering that's that's kind of pulling out at you. And you can tell that the merchants that you're with, Elricara and Alina, are a little nervous by it, so they kind of start huddling in their wagon a bit. It's a little it's a little odd. But at the same time, like it doesn't like you all have been through so much that this is not the the most difficult thing you've seen before. As you're sleeping, as you're kind of maybe someone takes a watch, maybe Floyd's up first, or Floyd you're drifting to sleep. Everyone else is kind of falling off. You hear you hear a voice kind of call out to you, Floyd, and it and it and it calls your name, and it's like the sweetest sweetest sound that you hear. 
and just like, Floy, come out here. We want to meet you. We've got merriment and beer, and and you'll have a wonderful eve of celebration. You come. want to meet me? Where are you? Come. Yes, yes, just come over the hill. You'll see us. We'll find you. I'll, like, groggily start traveling that direction. Will you really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, Floy, we see, like, the camera, like, our, our little, like, POV camera starts drifting away from the fires of the camp. You see him disappear into this waft of mist. And then, like, the mist kind of color, you know, swoops in behind him. Uh, Farkadev, thank you so much. You're so very kind. Um, that's awesome. Those are all for me, everybody. Uh, yeah, those are three yeah. complications. Yep. <laughs> all that. So, we're going to deal with one of them right now. As when the rest of you wake up in the morning, mist is burnt away, campfire is at a low rumble, you don't see Floyd. Great. Did anyone see where the dwarf went off to? Um, maybe he had to deal with his constitution. It it is always a possibility. And Arinial will check the wagon and make sure that, like, if like the you know like the armor plate that he just got and whatnot still seems to be in the wagon. Yeah, still here. Uh, all of his things are are still here. We're in the Shire, basically. I, I would feel right safe enough way. to yeah. to call out. Uh, I'd be calling for Floyd. Sure. No response. Uh, can I like get up on the top of the hill and see if I see anything below? Absolutely. Roll an awareness test. That's so bad. I rolled a three, a one, and two fours. And 17 Gandalfs. Is that a fail? That's 12, yeah. So fail. Yeah, you don't see him. Yeah, he's missing. Did you see anything? Uh, No. All right. Well, you you took the high ground, so let me uh, see if he wandered off somewhere. So Arrhenia wants to kind of look for footprints, see if he tracked out of the camp area. I would try uh, to help her with test? that. Okay, you want to do hunting or awareness? Uh, Arunia will be doing hunting for that. Okay, take an, take an extra die from Sorinder. Okay. Oh, let's see. That is a... Passed by one. 14 okay. over 13. Arunia, you head on out different direction. You start going through some of these... These valleys, which at night are kind of gloomy, but now that the sun's up and the mist is sort of burnt away, it's just like beautiful green grass and fields, like this rolling hills. And you see up ahead, uh, at the at the sort of the base of a slope of one of these hills, a good you know thousand fifteen hundred feet away from camp, you see a dark blight in the uh, in the otherwise beautiful green grass, and it is the body of Floy. Uh, laying face down in the grass. What? Floy. Rennie will rush over to Floy and turn him over. 
you you turn him over and as you do he's floy you groggily wake up oh Reniel, Sorender, you're both looking. You can tell that his beard looks different. It's got these like little little braids here and there, and there's like these sort of. Oh, that's the wrong. You see these? Uh, you see what looks like these little kind of colorful bands and kind of little petals and flowers and things. He's wearing some kind of wreath around his head, like some garland that's been smashed and folded down. Um, he's got a smell on his breath that is worse than usual, as if he's, he's in Bryden Floyd, you have a massive hangover. Oh, that was quite the party last night. What? You were drinking? <laughs> Weren't we Wh- all? What? Where? Here so, in the Shire. Floyd, you have, as you're, as, as you're feeling your head, you're kind of trying to keep your brain from sipping out of your your ears and Sorindir is asking these questions and you're se- searching through your memories you have these like weird they're like half dream half fragmented memories of of some sort of grand wedding like like you attended a wedding did you attend a wedding last night and you're like was i in a wedding last night did i get married last night and it's like all these things you see like this weird vision like this uh, immense revelry there was was there a feast? There was booze? There's singing? There was all of it is so fragmented and it's surreal. Uh, but you look and you've got these bits of garland and flowers and petals like all dotted you know, dotted over your 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 beard and your hair. But you have you have occasional memories of it. It was a, it was a hell of a celebration and revelry. What are you talking about? We were sleeping. <laughs> Yeah, you guys were, but I was awake, keeping watch. Keeping watch. You were drinking. How can you be? You weren't keeping watch. (laughs) When am I not drinking? Come on. (laughs) (laughs) But we 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 do not travel with things like that. He could he could not have braided and all all of that him himself and they're tiny braids like small this this makes this makes no no sense uh can Arineal do like a lore not that she's good at lore but just a lore chest just to see that was already done by the two people who'd be most likely yeah. to know any information <laughs> okay. about it and they fail I, I'd you, offer him a hand up Oh, thank you, Sondi. Can you tell us more about this I wedding? Tell you pieces in there, but it's foggy. My head hurts. Like, can we just get into town? Like a dwarf wedding? You don't recall any other dwarves there. Like, you're having trouble trying to visualize who else was there. I, maybe once your maybe once your head clears, you'll recall things. With more clarity. Remember to hydrate, Floy. <laughs> Thanks for Ronique. You get back to the camp. Gilly, you see Floy. He's just peppered in all of these. Like, there's like a dozen of these tiny little braids and petals in his hair. The garland's all smashed. He's his face is all red from a night of drinking. Eyes bloodshot. 
It's a good night, Flo. You feel you feel good. I mean, you got a headache, but if, if it was fun. You, like you, like all your memories of it are just extraordinarily uh, grand. Uh, so, do his braids and stuff look like uh, like bridal, like wedding stuff? Like he would be marked as the groom. You okay. wouldn't know. Yeah. Yeah. You are. Reniel will check him for any additional jewelry. Nope. You don't see anything like that. Yeah. So, you guys continue on the road. Uh, yep. Or on the, this trail. Yeah. Which eventually, you notice, weaves down out of the, the, down, uh, the White Downs, the hills, and you can see up ahead is a town, a, a village. Uh, which Floy, Sorendir, you both would know as I was. I would say Floy for sure. Sorendir, I assume at some point maybe you've passed through here. Um, the town of Greenholm is what it's called, Floy. Uh, and you start weaving, you know, kind of weaving your way down the mountains. You get your wagon and such, and you can see that there is this collection of of kind of modest looking houses. And you could you do see that there are some hobbit holes as well, but it's a mixture of both. And there's a, like, you as you wind down out of the hills, you can see that some of the hills that you're winding down out of, you're looking to your, your right and your left as you're starting to feel more solidity to the road. Uh, it's not just this, this goat path that's becoming something that's being properly tended to. And you can see that there's little gardens and such that are out front of some of these holes. And, like, occasionally someone kind of looks up at you and pops their head up out of the garden all of a sudden they got their coveralls on and eyebrows suddenly raised like they're watching you and a few of them kind of like their heads turned others kind of just shake their head as they kind of stare at Floyd and then they kind of just go back to what they were doing O'Reilly kind of seeing them seem to interact with what he looks like. Uh, Arrhenial will just sort of call out, I, here, here there was a wedding last night. So, so one of them who just went back to kind of doing their guard, you know, kind of looked back up. Oh, uh, well, I suppose that could have been. Judging by the looks of your friend there, there might have been indeed. He's got the look of someone who's taken him a fairy wife. I... Can you t- tell us? Can you tell us more about this? We Hobbit kind of comes out, wanders out of the, wipes all sorts of dirt and soil on their clothes, and like, well, it's been we've been saying for generations up there in the in the hills there. There's fairies that move about, yeah, all in the mist and such. And occasionally, those who aren't paying too much attention, who are who are just uh, suitable to some sort of suggestion they wander off and they got a look of your friend there like he's had a wonderful night but let me guess you probably don't remember too much about what happened do you i married i live in our name well that's uh that's a bit what it's gonna gonna be like it's uh it's as we like to say uh par for the course Don't worry when about should it. we it's be expecting like... children oh well I wouldn't think too much about it you'll just go leave in here you're not a well one of you is a hobbit but the rest of you the rest of you are just outsiders passing through I assume 
don't think too much about it at all. It's not very common for them to go ahead and take a, a fellow of your uh, stature, Master Dwarf. It's uh, it's usually one of our kind, one of our one of our foolish youngins wandering up, drunk as can be, calling into the mists, that sort of thing. Now, I wouldn't go spreading that little rumor around too much. This kind of thing has a tendency to, uh, well. Folks who've taken fairy wives, you see, the the rumor is is that uh, it leads a strain of madness, so to speak, on the blood that lasts for generations. So if you did father any children, well, they're probably going to have a bit of a, a touch of the fairy to them. A little bit of the blood. Oh. I'm sure his children would have been a little touched anyways. Sorendir thinks this is hilarious. The hobbit like kind of turns over to you. An elf with a sense of humor. Well, this is quite a morning. We've got a dwarven, a dwarven fella here who's taking a fairy wife. We've got an elf who's making jokes, and we've got ourselves a, a hobbit over here that uh, well, I'm not too familiar with. Well, you might want to go ahead and keep passing through now. Uh, I've got uh, a lot of work to do today. Can't be dilly-dallying, talking to every every stranger on the road. Boy, perhaps we should find you a hobbit hole to settle down in, <laughs> now that you're a family man. This is too much to think about this early in the morning. Can we just keep your bone. Boy, we just got you just got you cleansed just not that many days ago, and, and now this is going to follow him for generations. Did I did I hear you right? Oh, that's just, uh, you know, some people say that. Not everyone. There's no uh, particular proof to anything that I'm saying. Most of it's just legend and rumor and, and whatnot. Like I said, he's a stranger in these parts. Unless he's settling down in the hills, I doubt uh, he'll ever see the ramifications of his problems. Knowing Floyd, he would never settle down with quite the dowry. Arineal would just sort of kind of pat Floy on the back and just say, well, you know, you're, uh, I guess your beard was in need of a uh, new look, so I suppose enjoy uh, what you've got there. It does look quite good, doesn't it? Well, congratulations. I believe are an order, Master Dwarf, and uh, you have a, a wonderful day as you uh, pass on through. Uh, welcome, uh, welcome to Greenholm. Gilly will just be like, thank you. Have a nice day. As she's like shooing us along. <laughs> she's going to take half your stuff when you leave. <laughs> <laughs> so, Congratulations, you got a lot of Floyd. stuff too. Yeah, you do. There's, there's a fairy going around out there somewhere in the hills. It's got all his stuff. She's spending uh, your money. All right. So you guys weave into the town, this village of, of Green Home. You encounter more hobbits. They all, some are keeping their distance from you. Some are polite and greeting you. None of them seem to be giving you any kind of, uh, any kind of gruff. Like there, there's a generally good feeling about the town. Uh, everyone kind of does seem to be tending to whatever task that they're at that day. Everyone wants to see if anyone looks a, 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 a bit friendlier than others. Um, just to, 
see and, and maybe it's the kind of the one that we talked to earlier but just to see like if there have been any if they've been hearing any rumors of anything kind of going on in the area any um you know it's because we've been we have been travel blessed for a while so just to hear if there's any other uh sure uh go ahead and why don't you roll like a courtesy or something like that we'll say the thing that i finally got one pip in Let's see how this goes Just because we've had some generosity today, I'm just going to grab one just to see if we get the information. Nope, 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 nope. That is a 10 under 14. Okay. Uh, so they, as you, as they kind of go back to their work, this little gardening uh, hobbit starts to try to go back to their work. You, uh, you kind of call back to them and they turn around and they're, and they're you know, you can tell that they're trying to hold back a, a sense of impatience as they, they've got work to do and you kind of ask them about news like, oh well, we don't get much in the way of uh, proper news out here in, the, in Greenhall we're, uh, we're a bit away from everyone I did hear that the um, at the festival this year uh, there was a bit of an uprising. Well, not an uprising. That's a, that's far too big of a word. Uh, I shouldn't be using that one at all. That uh, that's not it. Um, but I did hear uh, that uh, that for the first time in, in quite a while at Mickle Delving that they were uh, they were graced with the the presence of the the Grey Wizard once more. And him and his uh, and that uh, strange fellow from Bag End there, Mister Bilbo Baggins. They were. Once more, they were gracing the, gracing the, the tooks and whatnot with their, with their firework displays and all sorts of uh, rumor mongering as well. Stories of this and stories of that and adventures and things. And well, we green homes out here, we're just uh, tending to our our ways, and, and that's that. Uh, don't much care too much for the type of gossiping you're looking for, madam. Uh, if you want some of that, well, you can head a little bit further inward. I'm sure the folks in Mickledelvin can tell you everything, or Waymeet, or one of these other places, but uh, that's not how we do things out here. Thank you very much. I certainly did not mean to offend. Just want to no, know no if offense, we might be traveling. No offense into. taken. Who was this strange hobbit you were referring to? Oh well, that's uh, it's a fellow by the name of Bilbo Baggins. Yes, yeah. Uh, there's a back end over uh, if you if you follow the Great East Road here, uh, the East Road, head east aways, and uh, you'll find uh, you'll find him. Uh, oh, once you get to Bywater, just uh, just veer a bit to the northwest, and you'll you'll find old back end up over there. Uh, but he's a strange one indeed. He, uh, he 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 tends to be a bit eccentric. Many years ago, he was just a regular old fella. Then he went, uh, he got it in his mind, uh, so so the stories say, that he was going to go off adventuring. And so he did. And now he he's, he's thrown around all these different bits of uh, coin and uh, all of his uh, sudden wealth that he has for whatever reason. Um, there are others who, who uh, they'll tell you that he was kidnapped one day. He was by by some of your kind there, Master Master Dwarf, yes. That uh, the Grey Wizard and uh, a whole host of dwarves, 20, 24 maybe, well, they just uh, wrapped him up in a, in a burlap sack, and that was that. They just headed on, and we saw him, oh, 
quite a bit of time later, but uh, he was uh, none the worse for wear, except his noggin not quite uh, working as well as it used to, and all sorts of all sorts of stories that uh, are filled in his head about uh, he's some sort of adventurer now and better than everyone. But again, we here in Greenholm, we really don't subscribe to the type of gossiping that you're you're trying to suggest we do. Oh no, uh, of course, just just. Thank you. Thank you for, um, uh, uh, O'Reneal, by, by the way, it's very nice to make your acquaintance. Madam O'Reneal, it's a pleasure to meet you as well. Uh, I'm Albert Chubb. Of the Green Hope Chubbs. Very, very nice to meet you. Well, you have a pleasant rest of your day. Enjoy, uh, enjoy your time here, and, uh, the, the quicker you can go and move, uh, move across here, probably the better. There's some folks, especially over in the East Farthing, who are probably going to look at you a bit discounts. The folks here in the West Farthing, we might be a wee bit more uh, amenable to strangers of the sort. Uh, Master Dwarf, we see plenty of folks like yourself. Uh, if you want to stop for a, a good uh, bite to eat and a drink, well, you can probably find something useful in way meat. Once you get to Mickledelvin, you might as well just pass through it. They have a very high opinion of themselves, you see, and uh, they probably are going to have a wee bit of a lower opinion of those going through. But again, we here in Greenholm, we really don't subscribe to the type of rumor, gossiping, and all that sort of thing. We're respectful folk. Of, of, of course. In, in, indeed, thank you so much for your time. Oh, you are more than welcome. And you see, they head back to their garden, and then uh, kind of wave. And as they're waving, they get hit with like a chunk of dirt. And you see like his wife is just like a few feet away was buried down into the garden, kind of working, kind of getting mad at him, like, now get your butt back to work there, Mr. Albrick. I'm not going to be doing all this gardening alone. Talking to strangers. Look at them. What's wrong with you? What's gone? What's going on with your head these days? That one right there's got a fairy wife. Oh, you looking for another wife, are you? Well, I tell you, you haven't been treating this one particularly well. No, you haven't. I don't see why you'd want a second. And you hear a mumble like, Oh, I definitely don't want a second. <laughs> and back to work, you guys. Jeff, oh, sorry for the dog. Jeff playing a Hobbit uh, women is why we go to the Shire. <laughs> yes, that's why I wanted to go. <laughs> Dude, I love Hobbits, man. Oh, God, they crack me up. Oh, man. Okay. So, uh, do you guys just want to continue through town and travel for a bit? Yeah, we might want to go see this Bilbo fellow. He he sounds uh, quite interesting. Please. He might have a quest for us. Please don't. Uh, Arunil <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, does want to make sure that we kind of know what's ahead of us for travel. Um, and so just um, maybe grabbing some food in, in Mickle Delving just to see if we can hear anything that happened with the festival or if there was any word of kind of the goings on since we've been in the West for a bit. Okay, uh, so okay, yeah, you guys can travel to there. There's no problem at all. Uh, let me. There, there is like this whole separate like journey table for going through the Shire. Uh, like it's called the Hobbit Walks Shire Ooh. Journey Events Table, stuff like that. Um, it's it's sort of like a its own little thing. We're not going to fully go into it since you're not you know actually all hobbits, but I figured. Like, we'll do some sightseeing. It's Ashley's birthday. She's a hobbit. I figure she wants to see some of this. Yes, I did. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. So, um, let me do a little roll here. 
see what you get. Okay. It's a pleasant stroll, uh, actually. A nice quiet rock between Greenholm and Mickledelving. It's a, it's a ways. You can see, like, as you look off to the north and to the south, like, this, this sort of valley between the hills of, uh, of, of what I would say, Floyd, you would know as the White Downs, and to the west is the, the Far Downs, and in between there's just pastures for days. You see all sorts of, like, sheeps and go- or sheep and goat kind of spreading out, this kind of roaming free here and there. Occasionally you see they're being tended by someone, uh, but maybe you pass by, you know, a wagon uh, with, a, with a small little pony and someone kind of not po- well, actually, probably wouldn't be a pony. We'll say what looks like a, a cart kind of being pulled by a couple different different hobbits that are kind of passing by, and they kind of see you, and they veer a little bit off the road a bit as you're taking up a, a significant portion of the road. But eventually, you do make it make your way to Mickle Delving, and um, it's kind of the closest thing to like a like the capital of the Shire. At least that's kind of how it's presented, um, and. As you passed over like the white down hills and you looked off to the north and the south and you can kind of see on the eastern slope is where the 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 actual town the, the the village has been built up but you can see what looks like old um festival grounds uh you can tell what looks like an old stage here and there it looks like a handful of these sections of the of the grass that has been worn down where it looks like tables maybe have been set up you know the dancing all those types of things um and you weave your way uh, kind of down through it you get the sense that this revelry happened here uh recently uh, how recently you're not sure not like within days but maybe within the last couple of weeks is there's definitely chunks of grass and things that, that aren't growing that have been matted down um, but yeah, you, you work your way down this rolling countryside, uh, and you enter in like the, the town itself. Um, Floyd, give me uh, a lore test to see what you know. I've only got one pip. You pay it more Eleven attention. fail. Okay. Uh, you vaguely recall there being, um, as you passed through here once before, some sort of museum um you remember there was a there is a phrase the hobbits use but you can't be bothered to remember what it is uh you and maybe your 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 dwarf merchants went and checked it out uh and you were surprised to see that it was a museum filled with i would say probably to you and your dwarf merchants just useless trinkets just nothing at all like just i don't know what these are Gilly, go ahead and make a Make a lore test as well. Oh, okay. We have a couple dice if you want to give it. Oh, I've got it favored, and I get fifty um. eyes to Sauron. <laughs> oh. Sauron. <laughs> Shy, uh, so I just got a it. basic success. Okay. Uh, I was never actually one hundred percent certain how to pronounce this, but it's. I think it's. Uh, I think they're matums, uh, not mathums, but matums, like a, like a hard T. Um, and maybe it's something that you know from your family's lineage, uh, but it's essentially like they're 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 basically hobbit trinkets. Hobbits are kind of hoarders. They find like a cool little trinket here or there. It doesn't necessarily have to have. It doesn't really have any particular purpose. It's just sort of there and kind of interesting or cool. Or there's some sort of story about finding it that's associated with it. Um, 
And so apparently this this uh, this Mickle Dubbing has a has a museum specifically dedicated to these things. Uh, but you weave That's on in, cool. and you can see people are again. There's gardens here and there. There's homes that can put up uh, again, kind of in the sides of the hills. And there's others that are kind of properly constructed, uh, not necessarily built into the hill itself. And you are getting looks left and right. There's also this one uh, fairly large, um, very large building, probably the, the biggest in this particular uh, village, where you see like, as you're, as you're kind of moving through the town, maybe you pause, look around a little bit, you see people come and go. And there's these hobbits, they're wearing what looks like these satchel bags. You see some of them are just coming running out. <laughs> you see them just sort of running out. Uh, you, you think it's some sort of post or messaging service or something like that. Do you guys uh, chill, or do you continue on your way? Um, I'd say we'd probably continue. Yeah. Because this is close enough to home that Gilly's probably feeling kind of homesick, even though this is cool to see. Okay. So, you start kind of continuing to journey, and no one stops you along the way. Like, no one, like, you can tell, like, you're kind of given a wide berth from most of the folks around here. But you kind of get back on, on the way. Uh, Floyd, you know that the next town that you all would be getting closer and closer to uh, would be Waymeet. This is all kind of happening over the course of, of a little bit of time. But you find a place to maybe camp out a bit um, as the night eventually comes uh, just west of Waymeet. And, uh, or you can push through and see if you can find a place to stay in the town. Uh, it's kind of up to you. Um, you know, I would say, Flo, you would know that there's a tavern here, uh, but you don't know if, but you don't, you don't recall there being an inn. Uh, and occasionally some people will make it all the way to certain inns along the way. Uh, there's a, if you could, if you could make it to the, like to Bywater, which would be the next town over, you know that there's a very nice place called the Green Dragon Inn. Uh, but Waymeet, you know that there's like, it's more like a, an open air bar kind of tavern along the way. I'd be willing to push through. Okay. So you push through Waymeet, and you can tell this is like a big crossroads. There's roads kind of heading off to the north, south, etc. Out of here, you can. You also notice that along the way there is a group of uh, three dwarves uh, that have a wagon uh, that they have with them that seems to be these kind of very thick, sturdy-looking ponies that are, that, are, that are attached to it, pulled off to the side of the town as you're passing through as it's getting dark now. Uh, and you can see they're throwing back these uh, these tankards of booze uh, where right off the road there are this like collections of tables and you kind of have to weave your wagons around to the bits since like there's already one here and there's another one coming and it's kind of creating this somewhat of a log jam. There's this tavern you pass by. You can see the walking party uh, kind of carved and painted into this wood sign. Uh, and you see like the dwarves are just drinking and drinking while there's a handful of these other hobbits that are uh, nearby that are kind of peppering them with, with questions and telling them stories. And they're all seeming to getting drunk and they seem to be playing some kind of little game. Um, you can tell that there's a lot of these different shops and things that as you're passing through and the light in the, the evening's getting low, people are kind of folding them back down. You can tell that a lot of the homes have these sheds attached to them that almost seem to double as like storage or storefront. And as the night begins, like you see people are shutting down their storefronts and there's all these different trinkets and wares that are readily available. But you push through 
and you make it eventually uh, without too much delay, as you're getting really lucky in the rolls, uh, to the town of Bywater. Um, let me move your token for you so you guys can see where you're at. Because you have... You've been traveling for, we'll say, about a day and a half or so. I'm not going to worry about playing out every single camp. Uh, as we're in the Shire, it's a little different now. Um, but yeah, you make it you eventually make it to the town of Bywater and you can tell that one of the biggest, and it's dark when you when you arrive, we'll say, we'll say it's nighttime. You can see that there's this wide gray pool. Uh, there's uh, that kind of is the feature point of this particular place. And you can see there's all these different um, like tree. There's like a row of trees and hobbit holes to the North. Uh, but all of you can hear what sounds like, laughter and merriment coming from one one specific building you can see lantern light and firelight flooding out from these windows where the shutters have been thrown wide the weather is beautiful you can hear laughter and song all those types of things uh and when you get closer you can see in a uh in a, in a sign above the door there's this curling dragon as well kind of green it's the green dragon inn what would you guys like to do this is a lovely place we can stop by for the night. Are you sure you want to continue drinking, Floyd? Last time you got married. No, I can't get married again if I start drinking. I, could, I wouldn't put put it past you to try. <laughs> I could use a night where someone else cooks the food. It would be a lovely rest. Okay. So... It is not going to be a very comfortable entry point into this inn for both Sora and Deer and Arineal. Uh Floyd and Gilly, no, no real issues. Uh, mm-hmm. And we'll say the human, the human, the humans are with you too, Alarker and Elendil. But you all come kind of pushing through into this hobbit-sized inn, and all of a sudden, all the sounds suddenly come to a stop. It becomes very, very quiet, and people turn and look, and suddenly there is a dwarf a human, an elf, and this city hobbit, all of which are kind of covered in gear and armor and whatnot. And then there's two other humans kind of lingering out behind. There's not a ton of places to sit, and the tables are definitely hobbit size. It's very uncomfortable. Arineal, Sorrendio, you kind of turn and you you, know, you do the Gandalf thing and you bang your heads on rafters and such. But Floyd, you're, you're okay. And you see uh, a few people are just like... Are you saying what I'm saying? Or have I just drank too much tonight? Like, yeah, I'll say what you say. That's, uh, that's one of them pointy-eared fellas. That's, uh, that there's an elf over there. And, like, they all, people start shouting, and then some, mm-hmm. someone shouts around, around, like, Oh, what? Uh, sure getting late. I guess I've got to be getting home now. I'm like, oh, it's not late. What's wrong with you? You were out all the way until past... Oh, nearly dawn yesterday. Why are you going now? Just because of a couple strangers, sure. And all of a sudden, the, it, it, the merriment dis- disappears, and it becomes this constant like fighting back and forth of people wanting to leave because you're freaking them out, and others that are just like curious of the fact. And you watch like there's like some of the younger folk who are just watching you taking these big drinks out of uh, out of these steins, putting their putting their steins down. They got that beer mustache as they watch you kind of weave around. Uh, what do you guys want to do in here? Oh, so you guys wanted to stay the night here? <laughs> yeah. 
there's no way they, they're not gonna have yeah. they're not gonna have beds for a renal or sword tier. yeah like, that's what i was gonna say there might be a some meal is what we were Floyd hoping for most okay. yeah. yeah okay yeah. a meal and maybe a little conversation okay so eventually uh we'll say you are okay Arineal, I would say, kind of when we get in and everybody's kind of making a fuss, like Arineal will just try to find a, a table, sort of by a kind of by a wall where she okay. can just and kind you of hear, lean, lean against a wall. And yeah, you hear like this screeching of like wooden chair legs on like stone floor as people move them away, and some move close, and everyone's just watching you. Conversations are still sort of happening. All of you can hear that the conversations have turned to you all. Like it's all talking about like yeah. That looks like one of them there ranger folk. Like, you know, the ones that we see up north by the, uh, by the lake to the north and, and the hills of, uh, you know, I saw one of them once. They were, they were running with wolves, they were, on all fours. They're like, they're, 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 they're creatures of the night. You don't want to get close to them. They're just, they're going to steal your children. And people are just drunkenly telling all these stories left and right. Um, but eventually you are served. Uh server comes over kind of brings you uh some uh, some actually you you have choices of, of of drink uh ale and sweet mead and uh, apparently the uh the the meal for tonight is fried fish and potatoes nice that sounds lovely <laughs> okay take some ale uh if you have some ale would be would be uh, very nice. Well, we, we've got it, yes, but um, I might want to bring a couple to you. Then they're, they're not necessarily your size, uh, your size, a uh, 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 cup. Yes, I'll, I'll, I'll take three. Thank you. Three. Do you have uh, any? I'm still charging you for three. Yes, that's that. That is fair. Do you have any greens to go on the side of? You know, well, there's vegetables and such, Master Elf. Yes, of course, we can, we can put that together for you if that's what your preference is. You're not the Minimal first elf we've had here. Thank you. Mineral water. Minimal butter, please. Minimal butter. Minimal butter. That's vegetables with minimal. Butter. Yes, thank you. Okay. Understood. And Gilly's just like, we appreciate you so much. (laughs) And uh, can I uh, have a special this evening and a sweet ale? Sweet ale. We've got sweet mead and ale. Sweet mead. Well, it may be sweet sweet ale is one of those things you city hobbits have, but that's not what we have out here in the country. And, and Don't think I can't tell meat. a city hobbit from one of our kind, but that's fine. We'll get you a sweet mate, don't worry. I'm surprised that my family wanted to leave here. It's really nice. I don't disagree at all. Why anyone would want to live in that uh, human town? It's, I've heard rumors. It's just that there's no roads. It's just mud and filth and feces. 
Uh, no, thankfully. Uh, not quite, but is it there? buildings are huge. I would imagine. But here, we build the buildings as large as we need them and not a, not a tiny bit more. And Gilly just kind of like nods. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Adira <laughs> like crouched. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you get your food, uh, you your drink. It's not the most comfortable place, but the food is excellent. The the drink is excellent. Uh, periodically, someone will come over and ask you like the most inappropriate po- possible question you can you can you can imagine, like um, just out of pocket. Just yeah, just like really random stuff. <laughs> Yeah, just like completely rude, and like spittle will fly off. You like get little bits of like like yeah, you know, fish and like uh, and potatoes will kind of fly out of their mouth when they're doing it. But they do it with a smile, and sometimes they do it like deferentially, even to like to like you know like the elf and the dwarf and such. Uh, like someone will come up and be like, "Pardon me, Miss uh, Miss Ranger, um, when you turn into uh, a wolf, uh, or do you? Uh, what happens to your clothing?" Well, I, you see, I, I don't turn into a wolf, so my clothing stays right where it is. Oh, well, what is it you turn into? I, I, I turn into um, myself, and sometimes I, I turn into a less friendly version of myself, but I am always myself. The oh. less friendly version is a bear. That she turns into a bear! No, no, she no. turns into a bear! No. And someone's like, "What's a bear?" <laughs> that, no, he, he, he kids. I just, I, I am just myself. Oh, I've got kids as well, five of them. Oh, that's why I'm here every night. Be honest, I just, I just need some peace and quiet. And the place is really loud. Uh, and he, right. He's like screaming over top of you. I'll just get headaches left and right all day. And if it wasn't for here, oh, I don't know how I'd make it through. It would it would it be okay if I asked you a question since you asked a question of me? Yes, yes, Madam Bear Ranger. You you can call me Arrhenio. Is that like Elvish for bear? Uh, no. Um, but were, were you at the were you at the festival recently? Did you enjoy some time there? The free fair. Well. I did, in fact, take the take a bit of a walk out west. I did. Me and my mates uh, left the kittens at home because aforementioned they're very noisy. And now I'm just playing. Of course, I took the kitties with me. That that's what. If you're I, here I, for the free fair, it's already happened. You're a few weeks late. I'm sorry to say. Yes, unfortunately, we we did. We did get waylaid, and we're not able to to get. Are you going to drink time. that one? I noticed that you've only gotten through the one. Do you mind if I just? I'm a little. Uh, all this talking's making me thirsty. Not, not, not a problem. Oh, have, thank you. So free. very kind. Uh, you know, sometimes at at fairs like that, folks come from different places, and they share travel stories. We were wondering, as we're traveling, if there were any any rumors of things that we should be keep our eyes open for. 
That's well, there were quite, there were a couple of folks, a couple of hobbits down from Longbottom. That's quite a long way, and then there were a few folks that actually came over from Bookland. That's that's a hell of a hike for for the free fair. So you're right, there's quite a bit of people who travelled quite a quite a ways. But I did, suppose you're talking about the Grey Wizard. Yes, he did show up. More kids are still talking about it, talking about the crazy things they score in the skies. The fireworks, the colour. And they say, Daddy, why can't you do that? And I say, well, I'm not a grey wizard. And they say, Daddy, Daddy, why aren't you a grey wizard? And I say, because I'm a hobbit. And they say, Daddy, Daddy. And then I don't listen to the next question because I'm halfway (laughs) here. Well, it's just, if they're good, maybe they can go back and see them again next year at the next fair. Well, I don't know if the Grey Wizard will be back next year. That's the first time he's been here, and... I reckon uh, 30, 40 years, maybe, since the old Tuck died. I see that is... That is a bit of of time. Did, Did you happen to hear any stories that... Was he sharing stories of his travel? I didn't talk to the Grey Wizard, are you mad? No. I was just wondering if, you, you know how rumors spread, if someone talked to him and then they talked to someone else. and Only fella, I saw him, oh, well, I didn't, not that I watched him much, but he was with no, Mad Baggins, he was. That's the only one. That strange old fella up and opened it. I see. Well, it doesn't sound like there's been any any rumors of anything going on outside of your area, any... Why would I be interested in news outside of my area? It makes no sense whatsoever. This is true. I I can see. I I can see that. I was just wondering. It's good to to know things. We did see a a few of his kind. He points over towards Sorendir. Yes, we did. They were were crossing the south banks by the Bywater Pool. Uh, And uh, and that was just a day before yesterday. Or, Or was it four days before today? Yeah. We'll just say maybe it was a week ago. And where did you say that they were? Heading oh, the, the direction we're traveling? Well, they I don't know which direction you're traveling, but they were heading west, they were. Ah, opposite direction. We're heading east. Well, they were on the south banks. Big procession. Seemed like a, a, a fairly large to-do. It was very somber, but we can hear them singing from quite a distance away. It's beautiful, but something said. I don't quite know what they're saying. Master Elf, do you know what it is that, that you can't... Can, it was mind. most likely a song of passing. They were headed to the Grey Havens to sail home. Oh, that's nice. It's always nice to go home. I, I, don't, I don't think that means quite the same. Quite the same thing. Oh, well, I like it. Well, they have a lot of kidlins back there, because then I can understand if there's reservations about getting home. I think it's it's a sad... It's a sad affair. Do I had an affair? If I had an affair, I'll tell you. No, thank you at all. Mm, one's enough. And then the kidlins on top of it? Oh, can you imagine... Oh, no, thank you. 
I'll uh, pat Floy on the shoulder. You know, our, our friend here just got married himself. In a few years after he has a few kids, you might be seeing him here nightly as well. Well, congratulations, Mr. Dorf. I'm just not going to bring it up. Long's <laughs> <laughs> got nothing. <laughs> uh, was there a dwarf who came into town? Balin? No, I can't remember a dwarf by the name of that. Oh, there's this one right here. And then there were a few folks that uh, came uh, came from the east. They said, the, you know, them Blue Mountain folks and such. They passed on through. Sure, they did. Uh, okay. I didn't quite catch the names. Bunch of young fellas they were. And, and Gilly will just kind of like nod and like look at the group like, oh, I don't know if he made it to speak to Gandalf. Well, it certainly does seem like you and your you and your mates here are having a good good evening and thank you for speaking with us. Oh, more than happy. You're going to drink that second one right there? I'll say you've been nursing that first one. I, I, I do believe I did plan to, actually. But you I'll can say- have it. You, you can oh, go, thank go you. Right. It's very kind of you. Be careful, though. If you right ahead. if she doesn't have two ales a night, she might turn into a bear. You know, on second thought, maybe you should have it, and I should go check on my kitties. Uh, you have a good night. Pleasure to meet you, uh, bear ranger lady. And you as well. <laughs> nice to meet you. Nice to meet Bye-bye. you. And she'll trail off as if waiting for a name. And they run out as fast as they can. <laughs> yeah, because he's scared of you. <laughs> uh, okay, so we'll say between maybe you get uh, those of you who are capable of fitting, maybe you, you, you buy a, a space on the common room or in the attic or something like that, and the rest of you find a place somewhere along the road underneath the wagons or something, and you rest out for the evening, and you kind of continue your way eastward uh, through the Shire. Uh, again, we won't play it all out, uh, but we'll say it's it's about three days worth of travel. Uh, I'll say uh, overall, with the wagons, with the weather being on your side, uh, you can also you can also tell that along the way, the colors of the forests and the, the trees and such are are starting to turn. Uh, but eventually, you all find yourself. You pass through uh, the town of uh, of Frog Morton, uh, and you kind of hear the croaking of of frogs from the nearby river. You pass through wit, wit furrows and eventually over the Brandywine Bridge, this sort of three-arc bridge over the, the Brandywine River, a river that you all have journeyed a, you know, a, around, actually. Uh, you know that it travels northward, weaving its way around the hills of Evendim and into the lake itself. It's where you actually witnessed uh, the first time you saw that strange, the strange dark sails and the weird figure that was kind of captaining the ship, and you emerge uh, on the opposite side of the Brandywine. You see the old forest to the south. Uh, Arinial, you've actually spent some time here in one of your uh, in one of your uh, one of your like downtime activities. I think it was during Yule. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And you all turn back and you kind of bid adieu after a few days travel uh, to the idyllic lands of the Shire. Uh, you probably had a 
another run-in or an encounter along the way. But again, we don't got to play it all out. But eventually, you make it over and through. Let's do one more travel roll as we see if we can get back to uh, get back to Bree. Okay. And start up there next time. Oh my gosh, that is an awful roll. Uh, no, 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 no. That's a six. Okay. So that means let me check the I gotta check the hex map to see the distance it's going to There's take between one yeah. a one and a four. It's not uh not good. Okay. I'm gonna need one yes, one more I'm gonna need one more from you guys, sorry. Uh one more event. Uh it's going to be looks like it's going to be the hunter. Uh and it's uh as far as doing hunting. And then it'll be... That is me. All right, Soren Deer. Uh, that's a Gandalf and okay. a great success. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> so you all make it over the Brandywine Bridge. You get onto the Great East Road. You head east. It is not a completely untraveled road, and you probably pass by one or more travelers every now and then, mostly hobbits, uh, occasionally something else. Uh, but more often than not, it's everything kind of passes by uh, pretty peacefully. Uh, at a certain point, you uh, you all reach kind of the the western, just a, just a bit west of the Greenway, and you see a uh, a wagon kind of heading in your direction. And as they, as they kind of close in, uh, you realize that you kind of recognize one of the one of the riders as being. Do you all remember when you first were were headed out here? I'm trying to get the names for you. Um, but when you were first kind of heading out of uh, out of town, out of uh, Bree, and you kind of headed east along the Great East Road. And this is sort of in that same session when I think it was the same session we met Thorvum and Phoebe. Oh, I all... gave them the letter to take back to Oswald. It's an yeah. Uh, I'm trying to remember their names. Sorry. Oh, I'm scrolling. This is what happens. I have to like pull up all of my old notes. <laughs> I have so many notes at this point. It's it's become a little uh, ridiculous. In Ingar and Marin. There we go. And you see and they them had a kind dwarf of... with them, right? They did. Uh, and so you see them pass by, and uh, they they pause for a moment. And they look out and they're like, "Well, hello there. It's uh." They kind of looks, kind of points. It's a Master Floy and and Miss Kettlegrass and um and 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 Miss Arineal. Well, 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 I'll be. Uh, I'm sorry, Master Elf. I'm, I'm afraid I'm I'm not familiar. Uh, oh. It kind of introduces themselves, kind of goes through everything. Um, what uh, what brings you this this way? Uh, we're heading back to Bree. Oh, we're just leaving there. In fact, yeah, we're, we're heading into. Uh, well, we're heading where you came. We've got a we've got a meeting with some uh, some some folks over in your country there, Mister Dwarf. Uh, we're heading off to the to the Blue Mountains. You've heard of the. Uh, what was it, yeah? Um, the halls of uh, of Harmelt. Uh, have you heard of this? Yeah, I've been there recently. 
Oh, wonderful. Well, we met uh, a, a delightful man, uh, Majolin, I believe his name was. Was it Majolin? Yes, yes, we did. Uh, on the eastern side of the Misty Mountains, and he said that's where that's his family that's his family halls. Uh, and uh, he, he was sending us, sending us there to, to, to deliver a message. Apparently, he's been caught some time since he's uh, since he's visited home, and uh, he also gave us a few uh, a few names to speak with to uh, perhaps open up particular trade opportunities. And you can hear like Alrakur and Alina behind her. Like <laughs> I was thinking that. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, but it's a pleasure to see you. It's a pleasure to meet you. Uh, you look uh, none the worse for wear, it seems. It's very good to see you. Well, uh, again, um, is, is Kofa still with you? Well, no. We uh, we've we've uh, we've hired. We, we couldn't quite afford his services any longer. Plus, uh, he was actually very interested in staying at the Dwarf House back in Bray. Apparently, he's got family. He lives there, and uh, he uh, would prefer to stay. Uh, but seeing as how we're traveling through the Shire, and it's a very safe journey, and uh, we figured perhaps this time we might um, we might uh, venture off on a round. Plus. And he kind of pulls out this short sword. Oh, I've been training yeah. a bit, you know. I think I can handle myself a wolf or two, bit of banditry. I can give him some of the route we took on the way back. Just give him safe travels. Well, that's very kind of you. Uh, oh, uh, well, I'm going to repay that. What? One, one second. Uh, uh, and he kind of starts going through. Here, here, for your kindness. And he hands over a little little box you open it up and you see these tiny little like kind of carved toys with like this little spinning mechanism go ahead floy you got two more treasure as he passes that over towards you well fare thee well uh i hope we meet again and uh it uh, fair travels to you master elf it was a pleasure to meet you and uh Enjoy your time back home in Bree and, and Coombe, I believe it was. And, and we'll, well, I'm sure fate will bring us together once more. I hope so. It will mean that all of our travels have been safe. And I wish that for you. Indeed. And to you as well. So their wagon kind of rickety goes traveling off westward. Yours ventures off eastward. Eventually, you, you reach the Greenway. You see the familiar shape of, of, of the Bree lands. You see the, the gate, the walls around Bree. You know, traveling just up a ways, you find Coombe. And you have returned. Uh, autumn has begun. It's been over a year since you first began oh uh, this campaign. Oh my gosh. Wow. And we'll end there for tonight, and we'll pick up with you all departing from Bree and heading up to Angmar which you'll probably reach around winter. So, you know, that should be fine. Oh, I've got goodness. two cloaks. <laughs> <laughs> One of them's covered in spiders. Sorry. Yeah. All right. We'll end there. Uh, okay. So that was, that was fun. We so saw think- the Shire. Gotta love the Shire. Yeah, I, I actually we had do the Hobbit one shot where we're just all <laughs> hobbits in the Shire. <laughs> certainly good. I mean, that's what the... That's what the uh, what's it called the starter set basically is. Uh, oh, that's I think cool. There might be one dwarf. I can't remember. Um, 
but yeah, uh, you definitely, that's definitely something you can do. Uh, we could potentially do it at some point. Uh, so let's do some plugs. Uh, let's see Monday next. That's our next game on the channel. We're going to be going back to Deadlands, the weird West. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we're going to be staying there because Steven's doing something on Tuesday. Steven, what's going on, man? Yeah. On Tuesday, uh, 7 PM Pacific time. I believe that's nine central. Uh, we will be playing some, uh, haunted West by darker. He studios. If you want to uh, come watch a rootin' tootin' horror game, uh, there will be some uh, familiar faces, some new faces. Uh, we're bringing in some new crew members. It should be a four or five session story arc to start with, and uh should be a lot of fun. So please come join us. Fantastic. Looking forward to starting that up. Uh, and then, uh, see, next Friday is going to be a hunter game, uh, and uh, and we'll be back on Saturday with more Wondering. Uh, thank you, everyone, yeah. who hung out tonight. Thank you to those of you who came out, participated in the giveaway. Thank you to Norse Foundry, uh, Eric, if you're still in chat. Uh, thank you so much uh, for for kind of spearheading that. Uh, congratulations to to, uh, to Ch- uh, Cardman, excuse me, I almost call him Chapman. Uh, and um, yeah, stay tuned. We're going to be doing more of that hopefully in the future, maybe in this game, maybe in others. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, and and also happy birthday to Ashley, the yeah, newly minted thing. And uh, we're going to go ahead and raid. So hang tight. Uh, we're going to go ahead and raid the initiative order. Uh, go ahead and follow. Click on the link. Say hi. F- carry it forward, et cetera, et cetera. And enjoy the rest of your weekend. And we'll catch you later. Bye-bye.